Ladies and gentlemen, you are about to listen to the incomparable Win Twice Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Scott and Holly. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be entertained. Hello everybody and welcome to episode number 15 of the Win Twice Wrestling Podcast with your hosts Scott and Holly. And Holly, Hello. how are you feeling on this fine Sunday morning? Awful. Awful. Why do you feel awful? Share uh, with the group. I'm very, very, very hungover right now. And um, when, so do you remember the amount that you potentially drank uh, yesterday evening or did you lose no. count? No. And do you know what time you got home last night? No. And we're recording this at 10.45 roughly I in the morning like on I Sunday. I feel like I just haven't been to bed, I'll be honest. I yeah. definitely did. I was surprised when I messaged you this morning and you were yeah. like, yeah, I'm up. I was like, oh, she's not that, that no. bad. But no, you are. Yeah, I wasn't from that position. And then, as in lying in bed, I was fine. With you. And then I got up and I was like, oh, no, no, we're not okay. It's always the way, though, isn't it? Uh-huh. Like, for example, you go to bed after you've been drinking, you think mm-hmm. this is fine. And then you just move position. Now, I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. when I roll in bed, it's a whole dramatic performance. Oh, it's not just a subtle... No. It's a throw yourself in the other yeah. direction, and then the room starts spinning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you've got your LucasAid sport. Yes, kindly other, gifted. Thank you very other much. Other drinks are available, and a Thank glass you. of water. No oh. worries, no worries. Before we go into the uh, show that we're going to mm-hmm. be reviewing... Again, we'll open up with the anything caught your eye in the wrestling world this week. Oh, lovely. Has anything caught your eye in particular? Yes. What is it? I watched the, um, I can never pronounce his name, but the Jeff Hardy and the Sammy Guevara, Guevara match. Yeah. That was very upsetting for me. Why was it upsetting? Well, firstly, he lost. My, my guy. <laughs> but also, it's like he got booted in the head. Yeah, it looked brutal, to be fair. But the match as a whole, brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, Sammy Guevara's because he's got quite a reckless style, much like Jeff Very Hardy. Very similar, and I think that's the whole the whole point of the match was really. But. He's more he's more acrobatic than Jeff Hardy yeah. was. Jeff Hardy's yeah. good at throwing himself, mm-hmm. whereas Guevara's got a bit of poise. He's more of a gymnast yes. in, in that respect. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you could see from the so I didn't see the match, oh. but I saw the clip where he goes for his mm-hmm. four fifty off the top, and then just like you said, boots him straight in the jaw. Yes. And he is out. Yes. Which is, um, it's it's a tough watch. I mean, I, I like combat sports, and when you know that that's supposed to happen and that's a chance, yeah. you kind of accept it. In wrestling, you don't, because no. it's obviously not supposed to, to happen. Yeah. And Guevara, unintentionally, because it was an accident, oh, these things happen. Yeah. I don't think he's a malicious guy. I don't no, think it was intended. Not at all. Um, he had a similar thing where um, we didn't knock the guy out but Sting was lying on a table mm. and he was supposed to hit the 450 Sting was supposed to move and Guevara go through the table Sting missed time getting off the table so Sammy just smashed him oh. through the table and they were like oh dear, oh dear. Um, so yeah but again I, I don't think this is anything and I'm sure Jeff Hardy wouldn't hold any ill will towards uh, Sammy no, Guevara the price you pay for being a wrestler isn't it it is it's the price you pay to sacrifice for the industry oh, of course I think from my perspective, the thing that caught my eye wrestling-wise was The Rock's uh, promo. So mm-hmm. this wasn't from Friday of this week, I don't think. Okay. Um, I believe it might have been even from the week before, where he's there with his gold kind of, not jacket, but mm-hmm. shirt, a sleeveless shirt. Of and course looking very you know, yeah, Looking fabulous. Um, <laughs> and then he turns to someone in the crowd and says, shut your mouth, fatty, I'll come out there and slap the herpes <laughs> off your lip. 
which is great. And there's a clip that went up recently of um, showing the WWE announcers. Yeah. It had uh, Corey Graves. Oh, God, yes, I did see that. Absolutely cackling. Laughing yes. at his comments. And I thought it was entertaining. The Rock is entertaining. Yeah. You could see, actually, there was a moment, which I don't necessarily like, but I, it did make me smile, when The Rock was doing these lines. He made himself smile with what right, he was saying. Okay. And you could tell he was enjoying yes. legitimately like breaking character a little yeah. bit. It was funny. There have been some good promos recently. I saw one the other day with Seth Rollins to Cody Rhodes. Yep. And there's a bit and he goes, well, what can I say except you're welcome. And oh, it's funny. It just made okay. me chuckle and they both little, had a little had a little smile. A little Moana like, oh. reference with Moana 2 coming out in Absolutely. cinema soon. Absolutely. Oh, I wonder why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did notice actually, and something we were meant to do and we haven't mm. done, was we were going to watch the Iron Claw movie. Yeah, I and know. We still in. I know it's out at the moment. I don't know if it's been out for too long now. It'd be I difficult don't know. to see. We'll but... have to watch it on your massive telly instead. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, could do that. Absolutely. Okay, so I guess we now get to the nitty gritty of the show that we are covering. Let's. And as we mentioned in previous episodes, there's a bit of a story as to why this one was chosen. It was actually uh, suggested by a listener. It was. And I'll pass over to you, Holly. I believe you've got it in front of you. I do. So I had a lovely message from Palminda, who said that she was also a huge WWF Attitude Era fan. So she gave us a couple of suggestions, actually, one of which we will end up covering in our March Through the Manias. Um, But one of them was asking us to cover... Um, a little bit of the build-up and the match for Stone Cold versus The Undertaker at Judgment Day 2001. Um, so that was one of the suggestions. There are a couple more in there. Which we won't read. Which we'll case. get to as and when we do cover them also. But, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we thought, why not do Judgment Day 2001 as a whole? Absolutely. It's a show that I'm not overly familiar with myself. I don't recall watching this no. back in the day. Um there aren't any particular moments, having seen the show now to re- for review purposes, mm. that particularly stick out as, oh yeah, of course that happened. I know something that happened shortly thereafter this show, which I can remember, oh, okay. and I'll reference, because it does tie into events that happen right, on okay. this pay-per-view. But yeah, WWF Judgment Day 2001 took place on the 20th of May 2001. The venue was the Arco Arena in Sacramento, California. Attendance on the night was 13,623 and the buy rate was 405,000, which is a very healthy number for a non-A-list pay-per-view. Yeah. Because obviously you've got the big four, Royal Rumbles, WrestleMania, Survivor Series, SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. They're the ones you bank on being fairly big hitters. Yeah. But very respectable numbers and it shows that they're still riding the wave of the Attitude Era. Of course. I guess I've kind of mentioned it myself that Mm. I don't have any memories of this show particularly. Do you have any that you... No. I can recall. I mean, my memory is piss poor anyway. <laughs> I, I always take the risk when I ask you that question, knowing that that's probably going to be the answer. Yeah, but... no, I think there's one or two clips that I've seen like from later on. Um, and it's like free, maybe freeze frames or close-ups of someone's face, as and when we get to that um, okay. match, I shall shout out. But as a whole, again, like watching these is like watching them fresh. Like, I'm pretty sure I probably would have, because this was around the era I would have been watching, yeah, this definitely was a tape over the fence job. But again, you could show me something I watched last week and I'd probably go, oh, this is new. Yeah, I quite like that though, because it's rare for me that I watch mm-hmm. a show and I don't go, oh, actually, I remember yes. this, 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 and this. Yeah. And I don't know if that's necessarily always a good thing, because there might be a reason why I don't remember. Yeah, stuff. maybe. 
but I guess we'll find out as we go we uh, into the breakdown of the show. Yes. So we start with the classic WWF Attitude Era opening, and once again, I'm sent back to a happy place. Yeah, I proper was nostalgic. Like it's proper nostalgia for me. Em oh. was in the room at the time, and she said, "Why have you already stopped the video and started writing notes?" And I said, oh, "It's the, the Attitude Era. Yeah, You've got course. to write it down." Of course. And then I started going, which is the end of that little, you know, montage. And she went, oh, you're so weird. But oh. that's fair enough. But I don't think, to be fair, I might be doing a disservice. I don't know if she did actually call me weird, but that's how I felt. Next thing we see is a mad doomsday wizard from Speaker's Corner. Yeah. Talking about the end of days. Not Baron Corbin, just to be oh, clear. He hasn't guy. been on the show for a while, has he? No. Nor has uh, old uh, beefy thighs. <laughs> so this is interlaced with JR's commentary over the feuds going into the pay-per-view. Yes. RC Cola presents Judgment Day, and we see an hourglass with scratched writing that's meant to look like blood. Yes. RC Cola. Oh, they get mentioned quite a lot, actually, don't they? They do. Paul Heyman goes very hard he on a does. sell job for them later. And then we've got Oh Baby, we have JR and Paul Heyman on the call. Lovely. This is already shaping up to be marvellous. Lovely, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was a big fan. I, I do like the dynamic between the yes. two. I love JR, and yeah. I much prefer him working with Heyman than I do King. I, really, I actually... Uh, it's so silly, but coming back to it now, I remember back in the day not enjoying Paul Heyman, but now here for it. You appreciate brilliant. It. I think yeah, it's just to be an older, isn't it? I think for me, it and could... also I barely listen to the commentary, but when I do, I like these two together. And I think also when you're a kid, you're probably programmed to think I need to dislike the bad guys. Yes. I need to like the good Absolutely. guys. Absolutely. So that probably is equally comparable yeah. to when you're looking at the commentators, etc. Yeah. I saw a crowd sign that uh, was interesting. Well, I saw a few actually. Oh, I but... saw I saw one. I thought, my gosh, how old was I? How old was I? Did I write this sign? <laughs> I don't know what sign you're talking okay, about. Okay, what was yours? Wait. So this one said, "Coco beware?" Question mark. Oh. So not as in Coco beware, as in spelt correctly. It was like, where is Coco beware? Why? What? He was he was so far gone. Now yeah. I think it's just someone going, "Oh, this is funny." Okay. Like Fair just. Enough. Someone literally just went, oh, what will be weird to see on TV? Yeah. This. Oh, the one I was referring to was the Jeff Hardy, Will You Marry Me sign that I saw a few times. Oh, so you were at that show? <laughs> I mean, I, I would have been very much so not of age, but, you know. You'd have been, what, 13? 13. Yeah. 13, yeah, but you can like boys at 13. Oh, that's absolutely. Yeah, we hadn't quite reached your slut era of the 18s. No, but to... this was definitely, this was where some crushes started to... Of course. Very much so started to, you know... That's standard, because I think my first crush uh, on TV was Pamela Anderson. Of course. On Baywatch. I think even mine was, I'll be honest. Absolute rocket. Yeah, I mean, this is so... I was very young, though, at this mm. point. And so I that just, slow motion running. It was her legs I liked. Uh, yeah, all right. Hon- I swear to God. <laughs> I, honestly. Re- wow. Honest, yeah, okay. wouldn't be the case now, no. but... Yeah, to be fair, she does nothing for me now. But really? back in the day before she had all the, the work done and stuff like okay. that, yeah. Yeah, I just, I like legs. I restarted, this is so unrelated to wrestling, but I restarted watching Baywatch in, in lockdown. Really? There's nothing else to do. Freaking love it. Bit of Yasmin Bleeth. Yeah, I mean, also, I'm here for guys in Speedos. I love a Speedo. What about the Hoff? I, again, back in this day, like, back then, absolutely. My missus hates him. Like, I, has aware. a weird hatred for him i don't even know where that comes from i don't i'm very indifferent to the man if i'm being honest but yeah something about him kind of sets her off and not in the way that you'd expect that was a tangent yeah it was a tangent but that's what we're here for (laughs) who cares 
So after the Coco Beware sign in the crowd, we also see uh, a sign, well, just behind the commentators. Mm. Someone's kind of, not etched sketched it, but they got one of those dry, erasable oh, boards. Yeah. And it says, Zach and Dave, how are you? What? Why are people making the effort to do shit? <laughs> like, just if you go, oh, I'm going to do a sign. Yeah, yeah, do, do a, a good, good one. one. Yeah, go, yeah. Zach and Dave. That probably yeah. took him fucking ages to do that. The favourite sign I've seen so far throughout all the things we've watched was the one, someone made an RVD where the arms moved. Yes. And I was like, Respect that. that is amazing. And I think we'd all agree with that being tremendous unless you were sat directly behind them for the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, if they were sat in front of me, I'd have put my fist through that after about 10 minutes. But to watch on telly, lovely. Here for it. You just woke up and chose anger, didn't you, today? I'm, I'm, this tends to happen if I'm a bit hungover. So. Yeah, I'll give you a little hug afterwards. Calm down. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> oh, you know, we know I love a hug. <laughs> Yo, you love a hug, especially from friends who are guys. Paul Heyman. Only just dawned on me how mad it is him wearing a suit and a baseball cap. I don't know why I've never picked up on that before. Huh. Do you know why? I don't I don't know why I don't hate that. I know. It's, if he it's, had sunglasses on, I'd be freaking livid, but I'm okay with a suit and a baseball cap for some reason. But, Smart casual. Yeah, but your head does go, this is unacceptable. But it's, it's a bit odd. It works. Yeah. And the fact that I've never picked up on no. it before, and I just was watching and went, hang on. Yeah. If I like think about it and go, what would Holly be looking at on an attire? Yes. It makes me go, ah. Oh. It's weird. It's like, he just gets a pass, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, he does. Because it's, it's him. Well, I'll tell you who would be uh, put out with this type of attire. Mm. And that's the person who's coming out for the first match, Mr. William Regal. Oh, yes. The acting WWF commissioner. Yes. I don't know how they exactly get these roles, to be honest. But um, Tombola? Tombola, yeah, probably. Um, or the, the hoop game, where you, get, oh, yeah. you might get Ring some tan ten or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, that as well. Coconut shy. Um, so we get the first match of the evening. Mm. William Regal against everyone's favourite bad man, Rikishi. When we saw, because we've seen Rikishi in one match, yes, in the have. Armageddon 2000 Hell in Cell main event. So mm-hmm. this is the first one-on-one encounter. Mm. I must admit, when I heard the music, did you have a little little bop? I did. I started smacking my ass as well. Oh, to be yeah. honest, no, I didn't. Did but you raise the roof? I did. I raised the roof with one hand. Which I noticed he did. Only one. Again, jumping ahead of ourselves a little bit. Yes. JR says, and we kick this off with this pompous ass as William Regal walks out. It's a good but English term as well, that. It is. Uh, it's also not the, the only ass that would be discussed in no. the uh, unfoldings of this match. And I went, oh dear, Regal has a microphone. Always. Always. It just seems to be a thing, doesn't yeah. it, for his one on one matches? So Regal calls Rikishi, uh, Rikishi Sunshine. And warned him not to put his disgusting bum in his face. Yes. Fair request, I think. Yeah. Been a while since I've heard Rikishi's music, and it is still a certified banger. Oh, yeah. It's For sure. Really, uh, I just think of him and Too Cool doing mm-hmm. their, like, the dancing with yes. their sunglasses. Oh, how do you feel about those sunglasses going on for that? That I don't mind, because it's like... For a little performance. Is it done ironically, so yes. it's okay? for me it's okay. That's acceptable. There I are always exceptions to the rule. Yeah, when Randy Orton starts wearing sunglasses indoors, I'm pretty oh. sure that's when it will change. So the bell sounds and Regal misses a clothesline, allowing Rikishi to fire off a series of big rights. A whip reversed by Regal, but he ducks too early and is floored with a clothesline. Big headbutt follows. Big Quiche looks for a stink face, <laughs> but a dick punch outside of the ref's view ends that dream. Are we going to keep total of how many dick punches we see? If we were doing a drinking game, you might even be <laughs> no, more battered no than drinking. you were the night before. 
But yeah, there was one match in particular where there was a few, yeah, few dick punches. Few. Also, don't quite know how the referee didn't see this because he was literally on top of them. Honestly, this, yeah. But this isn't my biggest issue with the referee in nope. the evening either. Nope. Talking to you, co-main event referee. <laughs> a flurry of southpaw strikes by Regal has Rikishi mm-hmm. sagging on the ropes, which I actually quite liked the way he kind of was a bit dead weight and yeah. leaning on the middle rope. Yeah. It, I thought it was a good it visual. Effective. Sunset flip by Regal is avoided. So I think Big Man went to Absolutely. sit on his head. Uh, so the Big Man looks to end Regal's life, but the whoopsie finds no water in the pool. Oh, good terminology. Yeah. Lovely set of European uppercuts and knees in the corner by Regal. Uh, I quite like the edge that he has with that, and not the wrestler. No, yeah. But where he's got his like a tie clinch on the back of Rikishi's head, and he's driving. Mm-hmm. That was my ankle that just exploded. <laughs> driving knees into the face. Yeah. Think it's a good look. Yeah. After that, um, a cover gets two, and Regal puts his leg over the throat. Mm-hmm. So he's arguing with the referee. He's just got his leg over Rikishi's yes. throat, slightly out of the referee's view, which I think is a nice touch it's as well. A good, good touch on his character as well. Good heel work. Yes. Rikishi reverses a whip and connects with a clothesline. Mm-hmm. Big leg drop, and then Big. he proceeds to slap dead ass. Oh, of course we know what's coming. Oh well. A running backsplash in the corner, <laughs> and we can smell what is coming, and Regal can taste it. Oh, yes. Stink face. Yes. Love the setup for the stink face. Yeah. And Regal leaves the ring dry heaving. So the setup is obviously he does the backsplash, the person falls down, he's walking away, and then he hears them fall down, stops, and then does like a dramatic turnaround mm-hmm. look at the corner. Really like yeah. that. And even M actually quite liked that. Oh, good. She laughed when she saw it. Rikishi bangs Regal's head off the stairs. Mm. Also, if we're doing uh, another keep count. Blade or blood? Blade, yes. Thank you. Yeah, so you're getting good at this now. I try to now purposefully call them out as and when, just in case you're I think you should. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But what I meant is, like, in terms of people getting their head cracked off the steel stairs, that that might be more than dick punches this evening. Oh, for sure. And it's uh, painful. Yet this is the only one that causes blood. Mm. Funny, that. Mm. Interesting. Back in the ring, and a super kick connects, but Regal avoids the corner charge, and Quiche connects with the ring post. Doesn't he just? Hangman's neckbreaker by a bloody Regal, wow. and one, two, three. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, why has that ended the match? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, was that Regal's like non-submission finisher that I just don't remember? Because I know he had the Regal plex. Yeah, I don't remember. And that stretch, the Regal stretch, but. I mean, this. Yeah. I'll be honest, this didn't make me think Rikishi looked good. No. Felt like he was kind of getting a little bit... I he mean, don't get me wrong, he got the, the majority. The bum end, shall we say. The bum end of the deal, I see what you did there. Thank you. I think Rikishi wasn't... Even though he got the majority of the offence in, he didn't wasn't made to look good when all was said and done. No. Because I don't feel like that should have finished the match. No, I don't either. If you were rating this match... Yes. ...on the Meltzonomics yep. scale, what are you giving this... Rating. I've actually started writing these down rather Love than that. asking me off the cuff because because you always go oh yeah exactly yeah. um one point five I <coughs> detailed it was a fine opener not bad not good just more theatrical than anything else official star rating yeah one point two five oh and that was why I was stifling a cough because I couldn't believe how close you were wow. to actually getting the end answer okay I don't think it was a great match mm. I wasn't 
thrown off by it so i would probably give it a 1.5 yeah i would be around your i think slightly higher than what dave Meltzer says and again looking at some of the matches on this card mm-hmm. specifically as we go later i very much disagree You're so angry about this this pay-per-view i'm, I'm intrigued to angry. see where the anger comes out i'm not angry at the pay-per-view just disappointed just, just <laughs> bitterly disappointed with uh the participants oh okay I think... All right, okay, I can't... We'll, I'll we'll do, do it this as get a summary. Yeah. I'll do it as a summary at the end. We then go backstage. Yes, yes, we do. Edge and Christian. Yes, we do. There it is. Both men will be getting the nod of approval from Holly on this show. Oh, this, is, this for me... I know we talked about, like, crushes, but and they were like this for a little bit, but I was like, yeah, this... This is for me, this is. <laughs> I, I get the edge one. I feel like Christian kind of mm-hmm. blossomed when he got his hair cut. And Christian does age like a fine wine. Whereas Edge is not. No. Edge is ageing like a fine cheese. Christian now. Mm, absolutely. A little bit less so then, but still. Turtleneck? Absolutely. Oh, see, I hate a turtleneck, but he can carry it off. However, I don't like a sleeveless turtleneck, which is what he's wrestled in numerous times. The Howard Wallowitz. <laughs> You've got to allow it. Surely. Oh, dear. So, E and C are talking about how they plan on becoming eight-time tag team champions. Yep. Edge says he's worried about Jericho's mystery partner, but Christian isn't concerned about that packet of schmuck sauce. <laughs> Angle says he wants... Oh, sorry, Angle then. Oh, he just appears, the, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even put it down. I just no, said, oh, he's, he's, there. he's there. Angle says he wants advice on ladder matches, yep. but says his match will not go to three falls. Then why does it matter? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We then go from one backstage segment... To another backstage segment. I have a real point to bring up in this one, but I'll wait until you get there. Fine. Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Yes. The two walk into Vince McMahon's room, mm. and Steph asks her dad how she looks. Oh, before that, they say hello. And, right, okay. Maybe this is... Oh, I don't want to say anything that's going to offend anybody, but my family aren't very, like... Tactile. Like, we don't hug, like... We're just not those sorts of people. Well, that explains a lot, doesn't it? Does, it does, doesn't it? Get in behind the, the curtain here. Yeah. I certainly would not kiss my dad on the mouth. Uh, some families do, and, you know, fine. But I just, I can't. It's it's something for me that I just don't, I think it's odd. To be fair, what you're saying isn't unreasonable. Like you said, yeah. different families work in of different course. ways. But what I, I would like say... because of who it is and makes me feel weird. Yeah, but even taking into account the recent allegations, mm-hmm. the way in which she like kind of reveals herself to him and says, how do I look? Yeah. If that's my kid, I'll be like, yeah, fine. Yeah. Like, I'd, and that, but he kind of proper eyes her up and down. Okay. And it's very creepy. I just, I know it's very, very creepy. Ploy, but you know, you're just a bit like, oh, don't kiss on them. I just, I just put Vince's reply as unsettling. Yeah. Very unsettling. Yeah. And then Vince asks uh, why Triple H and Austin would involve uh, Sarah uh, and Ryle up Taker and Kane Moore, so Sarah mm. being yes. uh, it's about Sarah, but yeah. Sarah being the Undertaker's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll touch upon it more when we get to the main okay. event because it's more relevant here. But the short version is that Stone Cold, um, as part of the storyline with the Undertaker, did a prank call and got Sarah oh. involved in yes. the business between the two. And they've been saying, "Well, why would you poke a bear? You didn't need to make it worse than mm-hmm. it already was." Okay. Hunter says, you're asking me that. Didn't you put your wife in a sanitarium last year, Mr. Husband of the Year? <laughs> and Vince says, well, I was messing with my own wife, not another man's. Yes. And I was yeah. like, oh, do what you like to your own wife. But like, that's good else's. logic. Yeah. That's good logic. 
Only on this specific occasion was he messing with his own oh, wife. Normally God. he's messing with other people's wives from what I've seen. But that brings that little segment to an end. It does, thankfully. Now we go on to somewhat of a marathon match. Yeah. Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit in a win twice match. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring this up. As soon as I started watching this and they explained what the match was, I was like, oh God, here we go. Finally, it happened. We are yeah. covering a win twice match <laughs> on the Win Twice Wrestling Podcast. So for those that don't know the origins of the show's oh, name, God. Holly and I, when we'd be watching wrestling pay-per-views, yep. um, would often ask sometimes pretty pertinent questions but sometimes she'd ask questions where you go you have to shake it off and go hang on say that again yeah and she said why do they call it a two out of three falls match oh, yeah. and i said because it's whoever wins two out of the three so you gotta win twice and she said we'll just call it a win twice match and i said well yeah i mean fundamentally holly's right but there's no poetry there's no artistic flair in oh, calling it a win twice match honestly but from now on, that's what they are. They're going to be win twice it's matches win. on this sh- <coughs> oh, on this show. Excuse me. Oh dear, I did have a little chuckle to myself as soon as it came up. I was like, oh crap! But yeah, so effectively, you just got to win twice. That is because you actually messaged me at that time and yeah. said, "Oh crap!" And I was like, "Oh god, what's wrong?" Yeah. Because I didn't know Holly was even watching the show. She just sent me a message, said, yeah. "Oh crap!" I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so the promo package. Mm. Chris Benoit is supposed to be the face here, right? Supposedly. Because all I'm seeing is he's stolen from another man yep. and taken that prized possession and putting it round as John Thomas. I mean, who doesn't do that with medals? Or these are like cereal box medals, let's be clear. But. It could be that uh, is the metal cold? Because you can get oh, warm right. and sweaty yeah, doing maybe wrestling. Maybe he needs to keep his balls cold. Yeah, okay. I think so. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, if I was going to put something there, I mean, I could understand it. I don't know. I wouldn't probably wrestle because I feel like. Let's say the the let's go into the the logistics of this, right? Brilliant. So I've got um, medals on my bollocks. Okay. Right? I'm thinking that's fine, but let's say I get so hit. So you've wrapped you've wrapped the bit that goes around your neck around your. I mean line. that's generous. I'll probably get around once and then have to stop. But yeah, um, <laughs> but I would have it would have to be the flat of the metal yeah. against the balls. Okay. But let's say. I'm in a match. Oh my God, I'm trying to visualise this and this is very concerning. I'll yes. show you later. I've got some medals. Oh, um, great, thanks. So, I'm in a match. Oh, okay. My opponent. Who are you against? I am against, uh, <laughs> who hits this? Triple H hits this move quite okay. a lot. I'm against Triple H and my man Triple H is going to hit me with an atomic drop. Yeah. But a reverse atomic drop. Oh. I get lifted, everything's fine. But as Uh-oh. I'm lifted, the medals slightly distend Uh-oh. away from one's testicles. Mm-hmm. And not only do they distend, they don't stay flat. It kind of goes at an angle. Oh, dear. And then I come down on the knee. The medal is now standing up. Yeah. And it gives me a division sign. Gosh. And I feel like that is asking for trouble. Oh, dear. I don't think Chris Benoit thought this through. Wow. But <laughs> then again, about it now. <laughs> with that level of steroid use, I mean, you might all that gear might be inside you. To be fair, so you might just be like a Ken doll. Oh dear. Theory? I think uh, it's all right. Yeah, fine. Yeah, I'll just go with it. If you ha- if you're in a wrestling match, oh, God. and you had to hide Olympic gold medals yeah. on your person, yeah, where would you- actually what gear would you wear in a wrestling match? That's not me being creepy. Just wondering if in your head you're a wrestler. Yeah. What type of gear are you wearing? Me pers- like as you a f- person, a female wrestler. As a fe- yeah, hundred percent. I would be dressing like Leah. So I'd okay. have combat trousers, so I'd just put them in my pocket. Oh, uh, yeah, that works. Yeah, because if, if I'm wearing tights, jorts? No. 
jorts. I don't feel like I could pull jorts off. I don't like a jort. Yes. I don't think you'd like me in any wrestling gear, <laughs> if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, speaking of which, actually, yesterday yeah. when I was out on uh-huh. the train, saw a gentleman that looked like a shrunken down version of Otis. Oh. Like, literally just a little keg of okay. a guy. Same haircut, ginger beard, yeah. no neck. Nice. And he was carrying Mandy Rose as well. Oh, <laughs> so, was he? Yeah, apart from the Mandy Rose bit, the rest of that is true. And I wanted Did he tell to you go, the shoosh? I wanted to take a picture of him and I thought it's a bit weird because he was looking at me a lot. Uh, probably because I was staring at him, yeah. to be honest. So that might have been a me issue. Back to the match. Yeah, we've digressed quite a lot today. <laughs> uh, hey, that is what we do. That's fine. Angle grabs a mic and says, not a person called Mike, just to be clear, a microphone, and says he'll be getting his medals back. Yeah. Daddy's coming to get you. I knew I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming. I have a real issue with this. What? what you we know I don't like the daddy thing. It's so weird. In all uh, facets? Oh, it's just odd. It's really odd. I know what you're trying to get a dig at. I know what you're trying to dig at. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't understand how, again, I'm not trying to offend anybody, because if you like it, good for you. But in certain situations, someone says, call me daddy. No, I'd rather not. So you've never been given a really good scene to and been having no, to call someone daddy? because also, I don't want to be fucked by my dad. Well, yes. So why would I call someone daddy? Like, it's well, weird. Do you call your dad daddy, or do you call him no. dad? No. Well, then that's fine. But it's, it's a different name. Oh, it's just weird to me. I don't like it. Who's I'll the call daddy? You, I'll call you fucking anything else, but not daddy. It's weird <laughs> call to me. Call me Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So as soon as he said, come, like, come home to daddy, I was like, brilliant. I know what's coming my way. Yeah, you knew I was going to jump on that. Yeah. As soon as Benoit removes the medals from his crotch, Angle unloads with right hands. So, yeah, so this is the match where, obviously it's win twice, but, like, this confused me initially, because your first win... Pinfall. ...has to be a pinfall. Your second win is submission. a submission. And third, if if you get there, has to be on a ladder. So this is actually a, a point that you're raising is quite good, is more of a three stages of hell yes. match. Yes. So three stages of hell. The only one that jumps out in my memory is Stone Cold and Triple H, mm-hmm. where they had like it was a, I can't remember exactly. I know the last four was a Hell in the Cell, okay. but it was like hardcore, yeah, something else, and then a Hell in the Cell. Whereas a normal win twice match is just, just however the falls. Who wins twice? Yeah, exactly. However the falls yeah. happen to uh, to finish. Okay. So you're right, and I probably should have pointed that out. So the first fall is indeed a pinfall. After Angle unloads with the right hands, uh, there's a whip into the buckles, and as Benoit bounces out, we see our first German suplex of the night. Two more follow. Up top, an Angle misses with Benoit's diving headbutt. Don't know why he tried it, No, to be honest. Benoit hits the Angle slam, and the first fall is done. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I just, it was very quick, very confusing. I was already mentally confused over what I was having to pay attention to, mm. and also I was really angry, because this guy just reminds me of work. Right, And I was like, oh, so angry. Yeah, There's many reasons that you could be angry at Chris Benoit. That's a niche one. Yes. I'll be honest, that is a niche one. But the first fall's done. So with that being finished so quickly, what were you thinking? Well, I forgot that there was any more to come because the music played as well. That, right. Okay, I'm really glad you said that. I said no clue why they played Benoit's music here as it massively confused me. Really, honestly, I was perplexed. Also... No rest period, apparently. Because no. straight away, he he runs across and tries That's to hit That's why the... I got confused. I was like, hang on, his music's playing, but it's still going on. What? Oh, okay. And then, like, my brain started working again. It's very much an Attitude Era thing. Do you remember in... Um, 
Armageddon uh, 2000, The mm. Hell in the Cell, mm-hmm. Austin's music just played after he hit a stunner. Yes. Is it just like, oh, you hit a finisher and your music plays? Yeah. I, I don't know. They, yeah. I felt like in that era they were far too quick to just start playing music. Hey, look, they were trying to you know, advertise their new soundtrack CD, so maybe they just had to play the music all the it time. It is almost like you have watched the entirety of this show and seen what comes <laughs> later on. That's very strange. The rabid wolverine pounces and looks to take the second fall with a crossface, but Angle gets to the ropes. I do like the way that Benoit looks like he's mm-hmm. struggling to try and yeah. desperately get that hold in. Yeah. And Angle is just shuffling away. On the floor, and Benoit sends Kurt into the barricade, and then the ring steps twice. Right. And at this point, I meet the man in the crowd who I hate. Oh. Oh, God. Please elaborate, because I genuinely didn't catch this. guy in the crowd constantly going, Woo! Woo! Fucking constantly. And I was livid. You've been Honestly, to a wrestling livid. show before, yeah? Yes, I have. But it's... Oh, honestly. It just... It was so loud. It's all I could hear. Woo! Fuck off. <laughs> well, he might be dead now. He might have he might have won the long game, though. Honestly. And it's not the first time... Like, that's the first time we hear him. Ain't the fucking last. I'd... I'm so used to hearing people in the crowd just go, woo, that yeah. it... It was don't get me shrill. Wrong. Don't get me wrong. In person, when I'm in the crowd and the show hasn't started, you just hear woo. Mm-hmm. I think I hate wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. I'm aware I'm a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. but I hate us. Well, that's when I sit there and I just evil eye you. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, well, you're too busy, like, <laughs> necking beers. So yeah, true, <laughs> true. Angle's uh, sell-off hitting the ring post is everything. Mm-hmm. So Benoit throws his... Him face first into it, and he kind of does this weird like arm wave, but then just drops like he's had lead put in his yeah. ass, and it yeah. looks believable. Like he's like, oh, yeah. actually, no, that probably did hurt. It's a great sell. After chopping one of Angle's nipples into the third <laughs> row, Benoit gets his ball smushed into the ring post. Of course he does. Mm. Of course he does. Again, not not the last time we see that as well. Not on that particular ring post, in no. fact. Exactly, and at this point, it was Jr. reminded me that no one was being counted out here. Yes, because I was like, "What is going on?" Yes, <laughs> and Heyman actually made a very salient point on commentary as well. After Benoit has his junk smashed into the ring post, Heyman says, "Hmm, I wonder what submission that that's setting up for." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the dick lock, of course. The dick lock. Tour of the commentary tables by Benoit's face. Yeah. Kurt goes for the ankle lock, but Benoit. Put crambles. Oh no, I put oh, scrambles. Crambles. No, I, put, I did put scrambles, but Benoit and scrambles were too close together, oh. so it looks like I said Benoit's crambles. It's gonna make me want a crumble. Oh yeah. No. What's your favourite crumble? Apple. Yeah. Okay. Apple crumble, hot custard. Yeah, I like kind of like. Is it cherry or is it blackberries? I can't remember. Oh, like nice. A, yeah. a berry crumble. See, I'm a big fan of apple, like cooked apples mm. in most contexts, but my missus doesn't, so like therefore. Warm apple pie. Yeah, put your two fingers down. It's disgusting, Holly. <laughs> Boots up in the on a corner charge by Benoit, but he runs into a drop toe hold and fights a second ankle lock attempt. Angle reverses one of his own, and the two jockey for position as they look to earn stars in this match. Mm. They're kind of doing amateur rolling over each other and stuff, mm-hmm. and when two people can do it well, mm-hmm. it's good. It's a good look. It looks like there's an actual struggle going on, which is what it should be. Yeah. Quick trip to the outside, and Angle gets the advantage with two elbow drives to Benoit's face. In the corner, Benoit fires back by Kurt. What? Fires oh. back. But, oh. see, I'm typoing as I'm writing here. 
In the corner, Benoit fires back, but Kurt wisely rakes the eyes and regains control. Yes. Wonderful overhead release belly-to-belly by Angle. Just beautiful. A second attempt sees Benoit nearly lock the crossface. Hard clothesline by Benoit, and also Benoit's clotheslines. He always looks like he's really trying to hit them, and he's such a stocky little bastard. Isn't he just? That when he hits someone, you're like, yeah, fuck, that's going to hurt. agreed. Ankle tries to sneak in an ankle lock. Uh, I said, loving these attempts. I love how they know that it has to be a submission, so every opportunity they're They're going... Yeah, because that's what you're aiming to do. Good psychology, makes sense. Yeah. Angle mistakenly tries to roll up and Benoit hits a snap suplex moments after. So yes. I think that was genuine error. Yes. But fine with it. Because again, I would understand a wrestler who's so used to trying to get pinfalls. Exactly. Momentarily, your brain, you would, you'd just feel, I mean, I'd be fucked because I'd be like, what are we doing again? Yeah, brilliant. Well, someone would have to continuously tell me, this is what we need to do. Oh, okay. That's where John Cena shouting things out would be very <laughs> helpful for you, wouldn't it? I'd have to wear an earpiece, honestly. Brilliant. Kurt muscles Benoit up and guillotines off the top rope. Mm-hmm. Angle is threatened with DQ for not releasing a hold. Yeah, I've got in speech quotations. Let go, I'll DQ you. Yeah. I guess you can still get disqualified in the match. Can't get counted out, but you can get DQ. Can you not? I think you can. But Troy's confusing. I'm not a WWF official at the time, so I cannot comment, but I think that's bullshit. (laughs) Benoit with a classic lion tamer. Yes. Okay, so the lion tamer was Chris Jericho's version of the Walls of Jericho before it was the Walls of Jericho. Where he'd put that hold in, then put the knee I like that. into the upper neck, yes. lower back. Mm. No, sorry, upper back, lower neck yeah. area. And I think that's really good. I, I always like really like that move because it looks like it would suck. Yeah. It's... Also, is that alluding to something later in the night, perhaps? Oh, Maybe. I wonder. Angle manages to power out. Mm-hmm. Benoit with an untidy figure four. Like, really, yeah. really untidy. Yeah. Didn't quite... Is like it, because he had little legs, he couldn't quite position. Yeah, yeah. And as Angle like goes to roll out of it, there's a moment where I think like I don't know if he can actually release this without someone untying yeah. the legs. <laughs> shinbreaker by the Wolverine, who's now focusing on the leg completely. Second shinbreaker leads to a dragon screw leg whip. Ah, uh, okay. There's a lot of these when I watch it and I try and detail what they are and I give up because I'm like. I know you'll mention what it is and then I'll go, oh yeah, that's what that's going See, these are the moments that I'm going to take as learning experiences because one day yep. you're going to go, oh, can I just say something here? You will here? fall off your fucking chair. And I will fall off my chair and it'll be a loud fucking noise as well <laughs> in this room and I'll probably bring down a few <laughs> shells with me and then cry. JR then says, if the ropes were a woman, Angle would be going steady. <laughs> Good bit well of commentary, done. JR. Well done. Benoit sent to the floor where Angle continues to stomp him down. Mm. Back in the ring and Benoit fires back. Reverse. <laughs> Sorry, I've just seen my note from when they're out the ring. And I've just gone, great. He's out the ring again, next to the annoying woo guy. Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell this man really got to you, didn't he? We know how I am with like certain noises and some just like make me want to kill someone. Oh, I hate, I hate. Yeah. Um, and this literally if I'd have been there obviously I was 13 at the time if I'd have been there at my age now I, you would have been seen me on telly being escorted out of there for trying to kill him I feel like you would have got me into a fight there yeah probably yeah 
Yeah, I've, it's, I'm having progress flashbacks now. Hey, but, I can take care of myself. Don't you worry. I know you can, but again, as a guy there, you can't really just allow you I to start, start a fight. fight either. You didn't. You didn't. But the look on your face looked like you wanted to. Oh, in my, in my head, I already had. But Brilliant. never mind. Brilliant. We'll revisit that another time. Reversal off a whip, and Benoit plants Angle with a DDT. Mm-hmm. Angle reverses and hits an Angle slam. Ankle lock applied, and it is one apiece. Isn't it just so? Who's going to win twice? Exactly. Well, we'll find out now. So, Angle did need advice on the ladder match. Yes, he did. Mm. Also, this bit is a bit... um, I don't know how to say it. Come on, words. Um, Like, okay, now it goes to ladders. In my head, I was like, right, but what what for? And then I was like, oh, right, we've got these cereal box medals going on. Now, this post, this things come down when they have to put the medals on there then they go up i was just like oh god here we go like i, d- I didn't understand the logic because also to me if you're doing that match anyway put the medals up there at the start if you don't get that far bring, bring them down. down yeah but hey ho i don't plan these matches so. i think the only issue i could see with that is that wwe would have thought if we put it up there, people will know it's definitely going to a ladder match and we want I to see. give the illusion yeah. that it might not be. And you're right, they so. don't have to do it. They could still do it in two and then bring it down yeah. and then people won't expect it next yeah. time. But I, my guess is that was their, their thinking going into yeah. it. So the ladder match commences. Mm-hmm. As the ref hoists the medals, the two men continue to brawl on the floor. That was the downside to this match, I would say, mm-hmm. because they're two very, very good technicians. Yes. And they relied on going to the floor too much. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of time to fill, don't get me wrong. Oh, for sure. And believe me when I say this is not the match that set me off on the edge for going to the outside. Yes. But I felt like it wasn't needed. No, not at all. It wasn't needed. Just give me them doing stuff in the ring. Really, very much so. would have enjoyed that. Yes. Benoit is sent skidding off the stairs. Mm-hmm. Which was, at, yeah, I remember that. He kind of hit it and then slid a lot yeah it, was, it looked quite painful Both, I've made a point of actually they both look shattered by this point yes which also for me is what I want yeah I want to see them like it's hard I want to see sweaty blowy men I want to see absolutely yeah Angle uh, retrieves uh, then an inadequate ladder <laughs> it's a workman's ladder it is a workman's ladder which won't get him there but Benoit knocks him down anyway well yeah why not I mean I'll be honest if that's me I'm just watching I'm like you, know, you could stand on top of that have and a still go. not be there because I'll just watch you yep it's like I was getting my suitcases out of the loft. That's the kind yes, of ladder that, that I is, use. Yeah. On the outside, and Kurt disappears after he's thrown into the fans. That was actually very funny. The ref actually has to help him. So he kind of got wedged. So it was on the ramp side, if yeah. you remember. He gets thrown in there, and the fans kind of move away from him. But he then ends up getting wedged between the oh, chairs and the barricade. And the ref actually has to notably pull him up because he's oh. kind of wedged side on. Oh, there. I think I missed that because I've literally just put... Angle's sent over the uh, barricade so that Benoit's got time to go and set up a proper ladder. Brilliant. You're not, again, not wrong, but the ref needs to help him, otherwise Angle ain't stopping Yeah, him. true, true. Uh, Benoit uses his brains, grabs a suitable ladder, yeah. and begins his climb, yeah. but is jerked off. Oh, Hello. Pulled down by his pants? Yes. Literally off. pulled yeah. down by his pants. Suplex by Kurt, and Angle repeatedly hits Benoit in the ribs with a ladder. Yeah. Fine. The following attempt misses wildly and both Angle and the ladder go over the top to the floor, which was quite nice. I actually really like that. I did. Benoit uses the ladder now on the floor and levels Kurt after one strike is ducked. Mm-hmm. So he swings one way, Angle ducks, then he swings back. Almost like a comedy skit, but it, it's not. It was, to me, in my head, I'm, all I'm hearing is, to me, 
do you? Oh, I was thinking Three Stooges. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I thought it was, it was well worked out and it didn't come across as funny. No. It came across as Angle legitimately moved out of the way and yeah. Benoit went, well, I've still got it. Fuck you. Yeah. Fine. The Wolverine climbs but is low-blowed. Another dick punch. <sighs> the ladder is now leaning in the corner and Benoit eats it face first. Now, just a point from, from me here. I'm not a wrestler, obviously. What? <laughs> no shit, really. Fuck. Yeah, obviously. But if you've low-blowed someone, because apparently that's allowed... And they're lying there, clutching their balls. I'm sorry. I'm then going, awesome. I'm just going to really quickly climb up the ladder and get the medals in. And yeah. this would be done. Yeah. Early home for tea. Yeah. Bosh. Scrambled eggs, Grandma. Is yeah. that the order? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. And I know that's it's not the point, but it's no. logic for me sometimes plays more than the match itself. And to, like, to me, it's very comparable to... I assume you've seen some James Bond films at some point in your life. Only Daniel Craig ones. But, but yes. the same principle applies. Mm-hmm. The bad guy gets Bond in a perilous position where Bond can definitely not escape. And then, instead of just finishing the job, yeah. he goes, oh, well, I'm going to put you in a situation that looks unlikely that you'll get out of here. But, but there's still mind. that element that you can. Mm-hmm. For no reason other than just because. Mm. This is the same thing to me in pro wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, true. And uh, I do find it annoying. because, But then, again, it would also be quite anticlimactic. Yes. I mean, I understand why it's done. But, you know, sometimes you just think logic has to prevail sometimes. It's like some of the moves that people don't move out of the way from. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, you would just move. Yeah. Like, But, but I get it, I get it. I do understand for anyone comes to me, but I sometimes my logic is a bit more aggressive than others. I guess the argument there is they don't actually have to finish... So they just don't do that at all. Yeah. Don't do the low blow and put yourself in a position where it looks dumb if you don't then go on yes. and win it. Just think of something else yeah. to do. I'm not a fan of a low blow either, I'll be honest. I've seen some great ones. Oh yeah. I've seen some bad ones. I, I used You've to given love a few. <laughs> I, I've given I've given zero low blows in my life. Nice. I've been low blowed myself, yeah. and not in the way that you're, no, no, you're I, expecting. No, no. Although I have had that too as well. That was oh, that was more preferable. Okay. Um, but I don't think that'd make for good uh, TV watching. No. Uh, no, I don't think the WWF fans would have liked to have seen that in the nineties. Because <laughs> here's May Young. Oh Christ, no. <laughs> Oh uh, Angle's turn as he's now slingshotted into the steel. Benoit stops Angle clambering up and knocks Angle down with the ladder. Mm. German suplex by Benoit. Mm-hmm. He said, "I love a Benoit German suplex. I really do." Yes. He sets the ladder horizontally between the ropes, but it's he who collides with it because always the person that sets it up is the person that goes through it onto it. Almost into it. always. Yep. I'm learning this now, and it's very upsetting because it's ruining a lot of surprise is this for me, like I'll be honest. It's me... like when you told me they have their eyes open for the pin. That's exactly what I was Livid. about to ask you. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> Snap suplex by Kurt on the ladder, uh, which is then seesawed into Angle's face. Mm-hmm. So that, this is a very dangerous spot in general. Um, this one was done perfectly well. Angle had his hands up in time. But do you ever remember the incident where Eminem... So, Johnny Nitro, or sorry, John Morrison and Joey Mercury with Molina yes. were in a tag team match. I think it was Matt Hard. Was it the Hardys? Right. I think we're going to... Yeah, I think you'll be impressed here. I did a little bit of Googling. I don't have it written down, but I'll just verbally tell you. After this pay-per-view, I Googled matches where wrestlers actually bled in real life. Right. And the match you're talking about was number one. 
Yeah, it was brutal. Yeah. Have you ever seen the actual clip of it? Um, no, no, I'd rather not. I'll so be it was one of like a similar seesaw moments of this match yeah. where I think it was Matt Hardy smashes the ladder down and Joey Mercury just didn't have his hands up in time. He takes the ladder full on in the face. Yeah. That eye, eye explodes, expands like that uh, and blood is just pissing yeah. out of his face. It is brutal. Yeah, that's number one on the all the matches that there was only it was like a top ten. But it was like the ten matches where wrestlers actually bled without ble- uh, blading. Yeah. And that was number one. I mean, one of the worst uh, uh, bleeding segments as well that I remember, and it was a definite blade job, hmm. was Eddie Guerrero and JBL. And Eddie oh, Guerrero... Oh, is that the one where he lost so much blood? He lost... It was like something silly, like a fifth or a quarter of the blood. And he Jesus. had to have a transfusion Crazy. after the match because he was just head to toe in blood. It looked Awful. like he'd been dipped in it. It was brutal. But that was obviously a blade job that obviously yes. went a little bit awry. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of I'm sure. Uh, after that, a uh, second ladder shot drops Kurt, and now this match has taken me onto a second page, which is very rare. Ooh. Angle is now pinned under the ladder. And, uh, okay, Go you're going to say it, so uh, please do. Similar to... Well, similar but not the same. Not as good, but similar to... Um, it was Ray and Eddie, wasn't it? It was indeed. SummerSlam 2005. Yes, that match we covered. Now, that looked better... For me, the him being Ray being trapped underneath the ladder, wasn't it in that match? Yeah, it was. And this one, I was like, oh, he's trapped, but he's not really because his it's only his head that's underneath the his arms and legs are wiggling around. Well, so both of them have very strong negatives. Okay. So with Ray being trapped under the ladder, yep. He was in a position where he had to try and wriggle himself to be in a correct position to get the leverage to then move the ladder, which was the issue. Yes. Angle was put in a similar situation by Benoit, uh-huh. but I don't know if you heard this. He actually said something to Chris. was like, move the ladder. Oh. Uh... And Benoit messed around a bit. I think he stamped on him. And then he moved the ladder for no reason. Oh. Repositioned it so Angle could get the leverage he needed to oh, move it. Because in the position he was in, he was he much like Ray. He wouldn't have been able to I do see. it. I see. So that, that happened here. I'm glad oh, you spotted that as well. I didn't hear it. hear that though. So after the repositioning, uh, Kurt rocks the ladder sideways and Benoit bounces off the top rope. Nice. I See, I feel bad saying I always like that, but I think that for me is just a nice nice move. I like seeing it done. In a ladder match, I agree. Yeah. What about the crotch drop when you see them go off? I've definitely seen Matt Hardy go. Oh, yeah. I feel like Matt Hardy is the one I've seen do this the most. Yes, probably. But yes, no, that one, I don't have the... I don't know. Parts. Yeah, to understand the pain, but I also I'm a bit like... Hmm, to be fair, okay. I don't think it would be particularly pleasant with the old plumbing situation either. No, I'm sure it wouldn't, but you know, you'd just be like, oh, okay. Yeah, just take it take it as given that that's going to suck. <laughs> yeah. Shoulder tackles in the corner by angle, but Benoit slaps on a cross face. Yeah, I mean, fine, but why? But, okay. I am genuinely pissed off when Edge and Christian arrive. I thought you'd be angry. Pulling Benoit off the hold. Yeah. Benoit fights E&C off as Angle retrieves his medals. What The only thing I will say that I did like about this particular part is when Benoit does fight them off and then gets in the ring. Angle's already pretty much got the medals, but you see Benoit still try and kick yes. him off the ladder, as you would. You wouldn't just go, ah. Oh, yeah, I you're think... not just going to stand there and go, oh, well, never mind. Yeah, you'd go, oh, okay, here's your receipt. I did worry that Angle's arm was going to come out of its socket, though, I'll be honest, Yeah. at this point, because I was like, Jesus. Yeah, but I, I did like that little touch that they, yeah. they added. Um, if you were going to grade the match, so obviously Angles won the first ever win twice match, <laughs> being reviewed on the podcast. Yes. How are you grading this? What? How many stars did I give it? Yes. I gave it four, four out of five. 
I'll be honest. I Four stars. Enjoy- really? Four stars. Oh my god. Oh, this might be my thing. My gosh. You are scarily oh good at this. Oh my god. Like, you were a quarter star wow. off on one, and you were bang on on this. This won't last long. This will... I will lose my beginner's luck at some point. But I really enjoyed it. I just... I actually would just like to watch them, and I'm sure they've had many a match together. I just would like to watch them have a normal match, yeah. actually. And that's going to tie into my response on this. Mm. So, am I angry with a four-star rating? No. Yeah. Would I give it four stars? Possibly not, no. only because... There was too much reliance on going outside the ring. Yeah. Edge and Christian's involvement detracted from it for yeah. me. So I'd probably knock it down a quarter star, maybe half yeah. star to 3.75. Okay. Not because of anything against Angle and Benoit. I just know that they've got so much more in their locker. Yes. Um, it but- made me want to watch them, though. Like in For me, the stars are... I enjoyed it, and it makes me want to watch those two again. Yeah. If you know uh, what I mean. It was like the Ray and CM, CM Punk. Punk match really makes me want to watch anything they do together. So for me, like I said, that I don't have an issue with people who've given it four stars. But mm. That's fine. Um, but for me, it's slightly yeah. less than that because of the, the reasons I've mentioned. Lovely. We now go backstage. Mm-hmm. William Regal is getting stitches. Yeah, okay. After Heyman does a hard sell for RC Cola. Oh, yes. We see Regal getting stitches backstage. Yeah. Regal shouts at the doctor, putting in stitches, asking if he should go to a plastic surgeon instead. I want to know why he's getting it done in his pants still. Why would you not get it changed? Uh, because if they're still dealing with blood, you probably don't want to then put clothes on while you're still bleeding out the head. Would be my guess. <laughs> fine, fine. Yeah. Fine. I wouldn't sit in a leather chair. I would my put trousers on. on. But, I'd put trousers yeah. on. I'd get the no top. You but... get your, get out your sweaty boxes yeah. that you've just wrestled in and, you know, you'd put some joggers on. Also I mean, me, Regal clearly, obviously doesn't have joggers because he's so posh, but, you know. Also, it might be quite cold as well. Um, so yeah. you're just thinking that, like, the adrenaline's gone, might be, be some chilly. shrinkage. Might be shrinkage. Like, I don't know if, if any guys out there can attest to this. Oh, God, but please when, don't also message and say this because I won't understand what these messages are about. So when you're ill uh-huh. and you're coughing a lot, because everything tightens, mm. like, you're tensing everything down there. Like, my genitals try and disappear on me and i don't understand why and it's specifically when i cough like for an extended period of time and then it's just it's a situation okay i wouldn't be going on naked attraction in that condition put it that way with a cough (laughs) i'd like to tie a lead weight to the end of it and just hang it off the floor or something but yeah it's just thanks for opening that door and letting us all i'm sure that's a thing it must be a thing because i don't can't believe i'm the only one one. (laughs) that's programmed to genitals to jump up inside them when they're coughing Wow. Um, you enjoying yourself today, Holly? No. I mean, there's lots of visuals. Lots of visuals. A lot of them about my bollocks and testicles. Yeah, and actually. Junk. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, something for later for you. Good So Regal shouts, as I said, at the plastic, um, saying you should go to a plastic surgeon instead. Mm. Uh, then the American deadass bursts into <laughs> the room. He went, Regal, we got to talk, son. Oh, impression number one. But that tell me that isn't how he says it yeah. as well. It's like he needs a lozenge. He was just doing the... I'm actually a bit of a hick, not a rest in peace. <laughs> so he's got the full-on bumpkin vibe going oh. here. Um, so Regal looks terrified yes, at this. of course. Taker accuses Regal of calling his wife and demands a no-holds-barred no stipulation added to his title match. That was a fucking... <laughs> yeah, I'll put that here. Taker accuses Regal of calling his wife and demands a no-holds-barred stipulation adding to his title Very match. Very nice. Very nice. There we go. Now this, okay. I need to prepare myself for this. Oh, Jerry Lynn. 
Who? Right. Yeah. Carry on. So, Geraldine, yep. I probably should say actually in the segment before, Regal is basically intimidated. Saying, oh, I don't Did know how go, I'm yeah, going to say this to Stone Cold, but <laughs> but yeah, have, have what you like. It, it, it unfolds. <laughs> Jerry Lynn at New York. Yeah, I had to Google him, to okay. be honest. So Jerry Lynn, yes. very good wrestler from ECW, okay. had, I, I'm going to find one of the pay-per-views with yes. him and Rob Van Dam. Oh, okay. Because they are some of my all-time favourite matches okay, nice. that they had working together. Very good worker. That being said, okay. fucking awful promo by Jerry Lynn. He's Honestly, angry. one of the worst pieces of fucking shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. It is... An abomination of a promo. Why do you hate it so much? There's no charisma, there's no life, there's no passion, no one cares. I just thought he was a bit angry. He, yeah, he, I think he probably was Genuinely, legitimately angry yeah. for not being there, but it didn't come across as a hot promo. It came across as a... Uh, like toys out the pram sort of... Yeah, and I'm I don't care. I'm a heavyweight champion, why don't I have a match? Yeah. Why oh, am I then, here? Oh, right, okay, so some of the shit he says as well. Oh, okay. Um... He says, oh, and if I was there, he said, oh, what was it he said? Um, we're talking about, he said, oh, JR, are you happy that I'm here? Yeah. And Joe's like, why the hell's JR care where you are kind of thing? <laughs> yeah. Like, as if JR... I was like, why is he giving JR grief? JR was head of talent relations at the time, but uh, I don't think he would have had any say in Jerry no. Lynn being over there. Um, Jerry Lynn was obviously pissed off. The crowd behind him were actually a little bit into I think it could have been any wrestler, yes. but they were a little bit behind him. Yeah. Um, and then he just started going into this weird... He said, if I was there, you'd see what Judgment Day is really about. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And again, as a wrestler, yeah. love some Jerry Lynn. Okay. As a promo, Not so much. if I ever fucking hear you talk again, I'm going to shove the microphone down your throat. Oh. I was. It was so bad. Oh, gosh. And I'll be honest, this a little bit set my mood for, the... for a fair oh, bit of what followed in the show. That's upsetting for you. Because I could not believe how bad that was. Oh. And I know WWE, or sorry, Jerry Lynn didn't have a long stay Mm-mm. in WWF. I see why, oh. based on that. He works for AEW now. He does, yes. And he was also a former Ring of Honor champion oh. as well for a while. Had some good matches. I th- believe he even took the title off your boy Nigel McGuinness. Give over. I can't remember if it was him or if it was... Yeah, I think it was. Magic Nigel? Yeah, Magic Nigel. Oh, oh. F- don't get me started on that either. So that's Jerry Lynn at New York. Yes. How did you feel about him? Because looking at him, you probably had certain emotions. Well, you think he's one, one of mine. Long hair, bit of facial hair, not tall. Yeah, not for but... me then. I don't know. Maybe it's because he exuded anger. He wasn't mentally unstable enough for me. Clearly, give you a cheeky little hair pull. <laughs> that's what we like. No, I had to give him a little Google because I was like, I don't know who he is, and they just was reading about his job at AEW as a coach and a producer. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and again, for, Absolutely. He, as I said, his in-ring work is stellar, really okay. stellar. Some of my favourite. Interested to see him wrestle rather than just shout at a camera angrily. I'll, I'll, I'll try and put because it's. I've definitely got it on the. So I've got Rob Van Dam's uh, DVD set, but I'll find yeah. the show that it's actually on because he's had a series of really good matches with him. Okay, and we know I like a bit of RVD. So exactly, and that's, this was a, an era where I really got into kind of like good quality in-ring wrestling. Okay, I feel like anyway. I watched. Um, sorry. Segway. No, fine. Segway I watched um, on TikTok the other day, um, in between watching videos of a man clean a rug. Um, <laughs> honestly, I could fall down a black hole on TikTok. It's like it's, your ASMR, that isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they keep doing, or someone keeps posting like how wrestlers have effectively grown up um, and aged. So it's like in two thousand they were this age, and it shows clips. And I watched one the other day, and it was Rob Van Dam, and I was like how like he's in his what 50s now yeah still you know obviously as you get older I suppose you're 
ability is a little bit less than it yeah. was. But I was watching it and I was like, I just I had to watch it again. I couldn't stop watching it. And I was like, no, no, we need to scroll past it because I'm just going to end up watching this on repeat. But it was really interesting. I think it's his lifestyle as well leads mm-hmm. to that. He's always been like a flexible guy. Yeah. Easy going, you know, yoga enthusiast, yeah. flexible, all that kind of stuff will help mm-hmm. maintain that kind of physique, oh, yeah. etc. The athletic ability does diminish, that of can't be helped. That's just life, how, isn't it? Exactly. But yeah, I think he's aged oh, probably one amazing. of the better. Yeah. And I think it was I can't remember what year it was. But I in my head I was like, Oh, this is when I was watching him and I was like, he was already like in my head I'm like, he's already that not old, because it wasn't old, but I thought he was a lot younger than he was when I was watching him. Yeah. But by the clip I saw, I was like, flipping heck, I've already missed about 15 years of his wrestling life. Yeah. So, yeah, interested to go back there and watch some more. Yeah, he started, um, I want to say early 90s, mm. might even be late 80s, but I'll say early 90s to be safe. Mm-hmm. And um, he was part of the, when ECW had a mini invasion of WWF Raw yeah. in 94, 5. Okay. Rob Van Dam had a match on oh, Raw okay. in that period, which oh, is wow. when you think of like Diesel, Shawn yeah. Michaels. Rob Van Dam had a match. He was young there, to yeah. be fair. But yeah, so he oh, was wow. around at that time. Okay. Back to the show. Yes. Triple threat match. Yes. Test. A Big show. Rhino. Mm. Hardcore title. Yep. <laughs> Test comes out first and Holly is in her happy place. <laughs> Big show out next, and that must be like ice water being poured yes. onto burning loins. Yes, mm. absolutely. Wait, the bell has just gone. Yep. Where is the man beast? Yeah, I was well confused. Well confused. It, he's the champion. You've started the match. He's not even here yet. Yeah. Like, And also, the 24-7 rule, as I understood it, I guess maybe if it's an official match, it's different, uh-huh. is you have to beat the champion to get the title. You can do it yeah, anywhere. You can pin someone else for it. Though. That's what I thought, but yeah. maybe if it's in an official match, that's different. I don't know. Many many a match confused me in this pay-per-view, I'll be honest. So whilst I'm wondering where Rhino is, yeah. Big Show throws Tess to the floor. I'm like, great. More outside. To be fair, hardcore match. This one, I you come to understand it. This one is the only one I will allow it on, oh, in fact. Okay. Allow it. It's like I'm there. Allow it. But you know, okay, I know, right. No, I do know what you mean. Why does Show's elbow pads make me think he's about to go skateboarding? <laughs> You see them? Yeah, safety first. Yeah, I want to see you had those massive knee, knee pads, pads on as well. Yeah. yeah. And like the wrist support tape as well. But he didn't have that, sadly. Rhino appears. And as JR says, um, oh, this is brilliant. So Rhino comes down to the ring. Finally. Yes. He goes around the side. He goes to the steel stairs. He has a proper little struggle yes. to unclip the top yes. part. Put it in the ring. Uh, JR, just to pinpoint that, says, uh, he has having a pretty good match with the stairs right there. Yes. That's funny. There goes your career, Rhino. (laughs) And Rhino, we've obviously seen Rhino before in a couple of other things we've reviewed. Um, But I got, I don't know why this confused me and I don't know why I cared. Um, He's not as jacked. He's not as as keg-like. He's in better, he's more trim. But he's in, this is just after his top period for me so his best okay. period is 99 2000 right 2001 we're still in the this is fine i don't okay. i don't particularly care for wwf's version of him but yeah. it's not too far removed from the elite version of rhino as far as i'm concerned okay both men start beating down show in the corner mm. and double whip him into the opposite corner show explodes out and drops both test and rhino with clotheslines a second sends rhino to the floor 
Tess then Lowbridge's show, who also goes to the floor. I quite like that. I like that, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I do enjoy that. Test on uh, Test and Rhino whip show into the barricade. Yeah. I'm surprised that held, if I'm being perfectly yeah. honest. Because that boy has got some oh, weight behind him. Don't to break any illusions here, but that's a chunky boy. <laughs> no shit. Really. A lot of man. <laughs> Rhino whips Test into show, who mm. backdrops him into the crowd. Nice. Yep, fan nice. of that. And off we go. Rhino is then booted over right after, and we know where this is heading. Yeah. All three men brawl backstage. Test is sent face first into a pillar. Mm-hmm. Test then chokes show with some cable. Yeah. I... My favourite part of the match is coming here. <laughs> oh. Rhino runs a trolley of production cases into Big Show, and that actually looks. It. I mean, that would that would hurt. I don't know like why, my shins. but every <laughs> hardcore match where someone gets in like a golf caddy or something like love I, that, I love it. Love that. Yeah. There's a really good one at WrestleMania 17. Oh, okay. I don't know if you remember it. I probably will. Kane, Big Show, and Raven. Yes, yes, and I've seen clips of that. Yes. Yes. Well, you've seen the show at some point, but obviously well, yes. we'll cover it again as part yeah. of the journey. So that's something to to look forward to for sure. Show then launches Test into a fence, and then, like, that was very mm. impressive. That was Test doing the work for mm-hmm. it, but it looked good. Yeah. Because Test kind of jumps into it, hits it, and then just kind of flops, crumples, crumples mm-hmm. onto the uh, the cases that were underneath. This also is, I know we've got a camera, so we don't care. If I've paid a ticket to see wrestling, mm-hmm. I want to see you outside. Yeah, they would see it I can't see you. Back to the stadium, test, the stadium stampede that we saw <laughs> yeah. at AEW. Yeah, yeah, don't disagree. I should have said after the production cases go into Big Show, Test covers for two, but then Rhino tries right mm-hmm. after. Of course. After uh, Test has gone into the fence, uh, then Big Show makes a Rhino-sized dent in a wall. Very soft wall, yeah. Yes, I, it might have even been put up for this oh, very purpose. Do you think it may possibly have been a, a fake wall? Yes, it could well have been. And there's a bit coming up here which fills me with levels of rage, Holly, that I can't even begin to oh, explain to you. okay. In fact, this is it. So Big Show picks Rhino up. Yeah. Oh. Don't. No. Honestly. Holds him again. Right, okay. So I'm going to be very clear about this. So Big Show picks Rhino up. Like he's going to body slam him or do like a fall away slam. Instead, he just casually presses him up against the wall. Yeah. The referee starts counting three. (laughs) You told me you... We won't go down that road. And the ref starts counting three. That is not a fucking pin. I was like, what is going on here? I don't understand how that's a thing. They've tried to be too cute with it and it's not landed for me. Yeah. They're going, oh, this is funny. This is different. Mm, No. Is it? It isn't. It isn't. Fuck you. No. And all I thought was, I hate Big Show. Aww. Yeah. That's a shame. I know. It absolutely... Honestly, I was so angry when I saw that. So you'll get a lot of rage from me from this point on in the show. Oh, okay. We're going to do a switch, I think. I think I've mellowed. I think I've mellowed and you're going to get angry. All right, okay. I'll just finish. Just put hate in. Hate it. I can feel the rage coming off you Yeah, it's not a a colour I often like to show. Mm -hmm. Show looks to chokeslam Test off the ramp, but Rhino interferes. Oh, but he he does manoeuvre himself fucking obviously into... Oh, am I am I in front of this now? Oh, let me have a look. Oh, I'm, much I'm like there. Rikishi at yeah. Armageddon two thousand. Yeah. Uh, Big Show then gets punched and falls off and goes through the Something. the slates boards everything that was there. It's supposed to be a big moment. The crowd uh, audibly do um, well nothing. Well, the commentators good for them because they can't fucking see. But not only that, the commentators just it's, carry on talking. They don't even change no. the pace of the conversation. No. 
So that shows how important this is. I literally just put, are we going to come back into the into the ring at all at any point? Yeah. Well, so they wouldn't have even had to, to be fair. No. The commentators don't react uh, to the sight of this at all. Rhino is sent into a vent, and then Test and he begin kind of running yes. back to the ring a little bit. To me, also, again, here we go, logic. I know they don't have to come back to the ring, but if you've been told, right, you're doing this outside, and then you're going back to the ring. If I'm the, I don't know, off offense yeah i'm i'm late pegging it yeah i'm not gonna punch you stop punch you stop i'm just gonna peg it and you're gonna fucking chase me yeah like that was more logical to yeah. me than let's just walk doing little slaps on the way back to the ring might as well hold doing hands and skip little slaps you know I mean? Come on. wow the combatants are now back at the ringside area mm-hmm. rhino throws plunder into the ring and when i say plunder i mean like Trash cans, yes. lids, all this kind of usual yes. accoutrement of a hardcore Ooh. match. It uh, did look like a, a what, what are they called? The you know when you get a turkey at Christmas and you right. get the tin foil, yes. like trays. Yeah. When I see the trash cans though, that's what I think of because I'm like, that's definitely what they're made out of. The cookie like, sheets, bako foil and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably almost certainly that is is what it's made out of. Um. So Tess punches a trash can lid into the face of Rhino. Cool. Fine, fine with that. Big show chance, if you can believe that. Yeah, I'd have forgotten he wasn't even there, I'll be honest. Rhino then DDT's Test onto a trash can lid before proceeding to twat him with it. Sad. Sad? Yeah. Just Test getting abused. Yeah. yeah okay, fair enough. Big show <laughs> back in the ring and hits a great chokeslam on Rhino. <laughs> I've just written Big Show's back from his little sleep. Love that. God, how Hibernating. mean was I? Wow. We talked about it before on Kane's choke slam on Chris Jericho yes. on again 2000. Mm-hmm. Big Show's choke slam on Rhino nice. gave me feelings. Really nice. Really enjoyed it because it, it genuinely looks like it would break you in half. And Big Show obviously is a big dude, but Rhino isn't a small man. No. He's, he's a keg and yep. he went up and got and thrown down yeah. hard. Very yep. good choke slam by the Big Show. Very much so. Big boot to show by Tess gets a two. Yeah. Showing he can get his leg that high. Hey. Calm down. Rhino's gores, Rhino gores show before Test hits him, in brackets Rhino, with another trash can lid for two. Yep. Test gets a fire extinguisher. Because why, why the why not? not? Why not? He misses Rhino with it. Yes. Show then grabs him by the throat, but Test turns it on in his face. Yeah. Would you like Test to turn it on in your face? Not now. Maybe back then. No? Well, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, then he decks him with it after he's um, yeah. sprayed him. Why not, eh? Rhino dings a trash can off Tess, sending him to the floor. Mm. Rhino throws a trash can at Big Show, who catches it. <laughs> yes. All this... So Rhino got the this stairs for this... This actually was nice. I liked this. Yes, I like the idea of it. The execution wasn't great. Yeah, yeah. And this is why Rhino got the stairs. So Rhino yep. had set up the stairs in the ring. Yes, I did wonder. Throws the trash can at Big Show, who catches it. Yep. Rhino runs up the stairs, jumps, gores the trash can, mm-hmm. gores Big Show, down to the floor. One, two, three. Yes. Rhino has retained the hardcore title. Did you know that Rhino was 26 in this match? Yeah. As was Test. And Big Show was 26? Yep. Rhino, I can believe. Test, I do not believe. Big Show was 29. Fuck, a doodle do. I always worry I'm going to get these wrong sometimes, but I do use a calculator. Big Show 29? <laughs> yeah. Stone? Well, I suppose if you think about it, what, it, that was 2001 and he was 29. Yeah, no, I'm not And now it. it's 2024, so yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. It, yeah, it does, but I don't like I it. I like to give the ages because your reactions are very amusing. 29? 
No. No, we're not having that. Sorry. What yeah. was the star rating for this show? Um, I gave it two out of five stars. Um, I, I wrote down, I said, didn't hate it, but take test out of it and that nice choke slam, and I probably would have uh, put it lower. So you went for a nice choke slam as well? Yeah. Well, you're still on form. 1.75 yeah. stars. Oh, Quarter of a star I'm off. Buzzing. Um, I can't disagree with 1.75. Yeah. I think that's fine. That's roughly where I'd I'm sit this. Well chuffed. You though. are unbelievable I'm at this. Well chuffed. I'll be interested to see, like after several shows and we're doing the score, how close you've come. Like how many times you've exactly got it right, yeah. and how many times you've been within a quarter of star. At I some think. point, I will fuck this up. But for the moment, I'm riding the wave. You are, the, yeah. But we're like three shows deep into this now, and you're still <laughs> kind of riding that wave. Normally, you taper off a little bit before. That. Yeah. Next segment: www.shopzone.com. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. www.shopzone.com where WWF divas make you warm all over that's what it said I couldn't work out what it said and I thought it said raw all over oh and I well, was like not wrong hey what and I was like oh, I don't care enough to go back and re-listen do you know what I respect a cheeky wank advert putting on the pay-per-view 100% that's a cheeky wank advert let's not be honest you know, let's not take the piss here that is entirely what this advert is yeah and after I finished I made my notes on it and that's what I wrote down so why are your pages stuck together um you could, don't worry <laughs> I, was, so, uh, I just had um have you ever had you know those cinnamon swirls with that icing no. stuff on it I was making a mess with that um I had to throw my pants away it was messy um next backstage segment mm. Regal is hesitant to go into Stone Cold's dressing room yeah, I mean, let's be clear, he can probably hear you over the top because there's no ceiling on there. Oh, you're beating me to the punch. <laughs> I've got a comment on that later, but yes. Yeah. Regal asks a backstage hand mm. where Austin is, hoping he isn't in the room. Mm-hmm. The backstage hand goes, oh, no, Austin's been here for a while. He said, I can go get me for long. Regal's like, no, 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 son. Don't, don't worry about that. I'll, I'll deal with that. And then it just cuts. Mm-hmm. We go to the Hardys and Lita. Yes. So Lita is uh, stretching out her hammies Isn't and uh, thighs, etc. on the floor. Eddie Guerrero walks into the room. Mm-hmm. Eddie calls Lita mummy. Don't know if you spotted yeah. that. Yeah. And says nobody knows more about China than him because they were storyline engaged. Oh, yes, because I did also have to do a bit of Googling at this point. Mm. Do you reckon Vicky was concerned? <laughs> it's so funny because some of these storylines come from people actually dating in real life blah 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 and I googled this one and it literally was like Eddie did not want to do this storyline as he was already married with kids Yep. and I was like at what point do you come home from work and go by the way love um, just so you know I've got to pretend that I'm banging this other woman uh, I hope you're okay with that yeah unless you're an I suppose it's the acting thing isn't it like you just have to go with it but must I be difficult. would not be impressed no I know but Think about like Rusev and Lana. Lana mm-hmm. got passed around like a yeah. I don't well. I don't know what she got passed around like, but a few people allegedly had to go yeah. on that, didn't they? Yeah. And just you have to kind of sit just there and go with it, didn't you? I think it just amuses Vince to know yeah. that he can do that yeah. and get away with it. Um, Owen Hart back in the day, mm. um, there was a storyline suggested to him about him having. Um, a relations or I don't know if it was with Deborah. A relations. Yeah, relations oh. of some description with Deborah, who's oh, Stone yeah. Cold's wife. Um and Owen Hart just said, I'm never doing storylines like that, so I'm Fair. just not doing it. Fair. Because he didn't want to put his family through that and I respect nice. it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not needed, let's be no, fair. It's not. it's not needed. Sometimes it's alright if they're actually I feel like if it's if you're dating in real life as well, yeah. 
fine. I don't or, care. If you're if a dirty, you're dirty, dirty whore, that is also probably <laughs> okay. acceptable. But yeah. So Lisa politely says no, she doesn't mm. want Eddie's advice. Um, and this is where I was a little bit concerned because I realised what it is later on. Yes. I thought she had a surgery scar across her neck. Oh, uh, no, that's a. Yeah. It's a choker, yeah. isn't it? But I didn't realise that because it looks because it's like translucent, yes. so it looks like she'd had a cut done mm-hmm. across her throat. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And I asked M, I rewound it, and said, "What is this?" And she went, "Yeah, I think it's a choker, but it yeah, does look weird." It does look odd. And then we see Matt Hardy marking his territory. He might as well piss on the girl's leg. Yeah, I know. As soon as Eddie's there, and I'm just thinking, "Oh, do you know what? I think Lee was right to leave him." <laughs> Just the way that, oh, like, as soon as there's a man there, he's, like, got his hand round oh, her, he's, like, wiping himself. I just was at Jeff the whole time, I'll be honest, because this is... Mm, this on. is... Mm, mm. That was a chef's... Honestly, yeah, the, the hands are up. Yeah, she chef's went very kiss. Italian for mm. that. Very Italian. Lovely. Now we go back to Regal again. Oh, honestly. Regal approaches Stone Cold to tell him that the stipulation has changed. He already knows, because he fucking heard it through the wall, but never mind. Yep. No ceiling in that room. <laughs> There's not, is there? No. I know I'd already said it, but it was funny. The camera angle, it's like, point it down at least. Yeah. Like, make it look like a real fucking room. These are real rooms. And also, I'm pretty sure it's the same room for everyone. But oh, they yeah. just Different changed angles. the pictures on the yeah. wall, moved the sofa. One wall's painted one colour, another's another, so it just looks different. I never really thought about it at the time, because obviously when they set up these backstage rooms yeah. with desks and chairs, they must have that as part of the equipment they take yeah. from venue to venue. Yeah. Like DFS having a lovely time with them. <laughs> Imagine though, that's you work for WWE. Of all the jobs to have, what's your job? Oh, I set, up, I set up the the sofas and the desks. Yeah. Boo. I oil up the divas. <laughs> hey. Yeah, that's that's a win. that's a better job. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> no shit. Even I'd rather oil up the dudes than carry the sofas dude, around. Dude. Dude. Hanging and banging, dude. <laughs> Impression number two. Yeah, he's not even on the show. Uh, I think it might be three, actually, but anyway. Stone Cold doesn't care and looks entirely underwhelmed. I don't think they needed to put that in there. They didn't. Just don't tell him. Just don't. Fine. Yeah. I also just think, don't tell him. Four. (laughs) Like, have him go to the match and then them announce it's a no-holds-barred match and have him be like, what the fuck? Yeah. I didn't know this. That, to me, would have made more sense. Or just, you know, don't do it. Well, yeah, that was that, fine. Next match. Yes. Lita against China for the WWF women's title. Lovely. On paper, I was like, oh, this would be interesting. Mm -hmm. Because China's obviously a big powerhouse. Lita's acrobatic. Granted, Lita's still in the formative years of her Mm -hmm. in-ring work. So I was a little bit, had a few trepidations about how she performed. Hesitant, were you? Hesitant, yes. I wasn't uh, fully behind this endeavour. Oh, I was. But we'll see how it unfolded. Yes. I start by saying I really don't remember these two women having a match, let alone for the title. No. I like that it gave a little flashback of the reason why they were having a match. I thought that was quite nice. I didn't hate when China dressed up with the hat and kind of went Lita's route with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh I just thought God. it was it was wow. very different wow. from what she normally okay. normally oh wears. Oh my God. Yeah, sure. Well, You're lucky we don't film this. What do you mean? Nothing. You would be... In, if your missus was up to date listening to these as she well. Was, she was in the room when I was watching it. Oh, and did she see your reaction? I was just... I was making notes. Okay. What, with one hand? What are you doing with the other one? I don't <laughs> making need your one pages hand for the other stick thing. together. Two. No, I was having my cinnamon buns. Leave me alone. 
How am I mate being made out to be the pervert in this without oh, you dear. normally are on these shows? This is outrageous. Oh, yeah, everyone knows this already, but that's listened before. I think this is just custom that I'm gonna make. Oh, shocker! Like two this. people like sex. Oh yeah. god. <laughs> both women were incredibly popular. That's another thing. Yes. I noted. The crowd were loud for both of them. Yeah. Uh, China cosplaying as a peacock. I don't hate it. I think it's fun. But I miss the pyro rocket. Oh, uh, okay. Like, the pyro rocket was great. Yeah. We saw that on, um, well, I can't remember the show now, but... Was it when she had a fight with Val Venus? Yes, and mm-hmm. she came out with the pyro rocket. Yeah, oh, Armageddon 2000, yeah. yeah. Big fan of that, big fan. Nice, and I've just put, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Rocket. That is about later. Yes, I assume so. Absolute rocket. What do you think about China's? I guess, don't get me wrong, most of it is processed. Yeah, I think that's, well, I see, if I was, if I liked women, I 100% would be all about the fake look. We know, we know my girl crushes are very much so. Nikki Bella's not kind, too bad, like in terms of the yeah, extremeness of But I think because China's so muscly as well, it just. It looks odd, not odd. She is a triangle. Like, she's so she's a broad shoulders, mm-hmm. but her waist and like her arse are tiny in comparison. Yeah. So her body shape does throw me off a little bit. She still looks fire, mm-hmm. but. If I'm te- if I'm waking up tomorrow with anyone's body, I'd like it to be leaders, please, right here in this segment. Oh, I thought you were pointing in the house. I was oh, like, yeah, I, was, I can't. Sorry. I don't think I can arrange no. for that. But if you need help, I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Um, my missus said that she really likes um, China's pearlescent effect on her gear. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Fine. Although the gear did present a few issues. Her shorts are working overtime as well, and that's the shorts are what I was thinking of. I know what you. I know. I know where we're going. Uh, the two ladies hug to I start the match, that. and the crowd boo. I liked it, though. I was happy. Handshake, I don't mind. Hug, I don't care. Oh, okay. Handshake is respectful, but a hug is like... <laughs> From someone who hates hugging, I was okay with it. It just seemed like too girly-girly. Okay. I, I didn't didn't land for Fair. me. I don't think I'd have booed, but I'd been like, oh. <laughs> no, you'd have thrown, like, throw some jelly on them. That's, that's a you thing, that's not a me thing. <laughs> I'd have thrown icing, if anything. Oh, it's your cinnamon buns. Yeah, the cinnamon buns. Yeah, yeah, that would have happened. Um, I noticed on commentary, uh, Heyman said, "Oh, why couldn't they just hug for a while?" I, I'd have watched that. Yes. That'd have been nice. And Joe said, "Yeah, I'm sure you could have watched that for two hours yeah. or something to that effect." We start off. Uh, China overpowers Lita on yep. a collar and elbow. Uh, <laughs> collar and elbow. Collar and elbow. She's gone over. <laughs> China overpowers Lita on a collar and elbow that flips her, so she hits the ground and kind of yes. like ricochets up, which I but, liked. But nicely helps her up after. I put that. She helps her back up indeed. Lisa then outmaneuvers China and sends her lightly back first into the corner. Mm. And I do stress, lightly. Yes. Lisa counters a press slam into a sunset flip for two, which I actually thought was very nice. Mm-hmm. Worked well. China asks for help up, but hits a small package after lulling her into a false sense of security. Yeah, small package doesn't get a laugh unless it's men either. I know. I I put it's... that and I'm looking at you to no. see if you're going to react. No, it only gets a little chortle when it's two guys, and chortle. I don't know why. Good use of the word chortle. Thank you. Kick to the midsection, um, followed by an impactful clothesline by China. Yeah. A second is ducked, the third is not. No. Tornado DDT from Lita, who unloads with right hands. Yeah. Messy second rope clothesline from Lita gets two. Very, yeah. very, very messy. Yeah. A and... Here we see the lads go mad as China 
whops her titty out. I was well confused because I was obviously watching the match. Yeah, I was. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, the crowd are really into this match. And then I was like, why is my TV fuzzy? Oh, tits out. Yeah, so I could spot Biscuit uh, before <laughs> um, the blur started. I was like, oh. that's a different shade. Because I saw like when she was down on the ground, it was mm. like hoiked over. And I was thinking, this has got to be close to being mm-hmm. an issue. She gets up and then you see a little bit of Biscuit. Yeah. And... Um, I just checked to make sure that was the case, as uh, M confirmed that that was some biscuits that you could see yes. as well. And uh, then the match kind of falls apart because China's trying have to, to get her back in her top. Effectively. She the puppy. Yeah. Thank God King wasn't on commentary for this could you one. Imagine. After that's kind of resolved, uh, a great military press drops Lita on her face, mm. but China lifts her off the canvas before three. Is this just a thing that happens with Lita in matches? Yeah, I know, right? Dean Malenko did it. Yeah. I mean, we saw it on WrestleMania three, where yeah. uh, Hercules picked Billy Jack Haynes off the mat, yes. and now Lita's getting the same treatment again. Gosh. Lita then quickly hooks a straight armbar, and for a second, I actually thought China tapped. Yeah. Her hand moved like yeah. she was going to tap, and I was very confused. Uh, she then uses a head scissors to escape. Of course. And that's when uh, Eddie slowly just loiters at the end of the uh, entrance. He does indeed. Um, uh, appears as Lisa nearly goes to sleep. So we get one of those classics. China then throws Lita like a ragdoll. Mm. Powerbomb by China is countered badly into a mm-hmm. Hurricane Rana that gets two. Twist of Fate counted into an ugly powerbomb that earns her a three. China shows sportswomanship and raises Lita's hand as she defends yeah. her WWF women's title. Don't mind that, I'll be honest. Don't mind. Grade it. Oh. Taking out the biscuit. <laughs> oh, I've put two two um, different answers. Okay. Both start with a two. Really? I put two and a half out of five, but actually, if I'm being realistic, it's probably a two, and I'm doing, giving it an extra half because it's Lita. <laughs> half star. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised by that. I think a little bit harsh, apart from the messy bit. Uh, yeah. One is fine, because again, it, had it gone on long, I would agree. Yes. It didn't go on long, for so that's the length it. of time it was, it was fine for me. So I'd give it a Lita, one. So, um, did you know then that Lita was 26? So she was the same age as Test. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I can believe that. Yeah. China was 32. Good age, yeah. Yeah, fine. Yeah. I'd just like to inform you of their ages. Yeah, well, I'm fine with those ones, actually. Yeah. That works. Not got not got an issue with those. Backstage. A frosted tips. Kurt Angle with his medals. Of a frosted tipped Michael Cole. <laughs> oh, you put it too. Yeah, first note. Love a frosted tipped Michael Cole asks Angle if mm. this cl- closes a chapter in his life. Yeah. Angle thanks Edge and Christian for supporting him and also mentions a new Olympic ceremony that he oh, wants yeah. to take place on Monday. Once his medal sterilised and then a full reenactment. One part which I should have mentioned actually from the promo package going into the Benoit and Angle match mm. is when Angle temporarily won his medals back, kissed, and them, kissed them and I was like, uh, uh, yeah. very good, funny. very funny. From one backstage segment we go to a second and not last one of this little period. Vince, Triple H and Stone Cold. I made no notes whatsoever because I've even written, I don't fucking care. Wow. I just don't at this point. I thought I was the angry one. I know, sorry. We know how I feel about backstage segments. Well, this is not the era for you then. (laughs) Vince says he doesn't want Triple H and Stone Cold to be the judged. Mm. Triple H and Stone Cold both say they will basically walk out victorious. That's the gist of it. 
We then see the Kane and a Triple H package. Hey. We see how Triple H and Stone Cold broke Kane's arm, allegedly, mm. over the okay. stairs where the chair was involved, etc. And then, weirdly, Triple H challenged Kane to a chain match for his Intercontinental title. Mm. Why are you challenging Kane for a match to defend your title in a dangerous match, even if he has got one arm? Seems a little bit silly, yeah. Hunter, if yeah. you're asking me. Logic. Which are not, but I think it's silly. I think you've been a silly boy. Yeah. I, I do like it, though, when they give the little, the little package to give you the preview. Of why so the just matches. the tip, just, just the tip, just the tip no, of the package. Okay, um, yeah, just the tip of the package to give me a little. I know it's not for me, but Why it gives me hand? a little bit of stop. Um, oh no, I've lost my words. How you friend me off track? So we were saying, go back now. Let's rewind this. We're good. God. You like a little tip of a package oh, to get you in the mood for the match? Is that what you're saying? Yes, fine, sure. Let's move on because I can't. I just can't. But that is basically what you're saying. It yes, kind of gives you a little because tease. Because I also have shit memory. Yeah. It's helpful for me to watch it and then go, okay, this is why this is a thing. Yeah. Because otherwise I just watch it and go, why the fuck were they fighting? Yeah, no, that's I, I agree. Um, yeah. As long as it's not done, the overall package at the beginning of the show kind of gives away a little bit too much sometimes yes, and spoils yeah. it. So the individual ones work well I like the individual ones rather than... I prefer it when it's just that and not the clip at the beginning yep. because that for me then ruins the element of surprise of who I'm going to see sometimes Yeah, okay. and I'm a bit like oh okay but yeah I get it yeah Holly just prefers the tip of the package rather than the big one at the beginning fuck off we go into the next match Triple H with Stephanie McMahon versus Kane in a chain match for the IC title mm. you're shaking your head Are you not I have to get of- back in the game sorry right? my brain is still focusing on what you said before I don't know what you're talking about. Right. So, the match. Yes. Kane is swinging for the fences with a chain as soon as he comes to the ring. Yes. We know that you're a big fan of Triple H's look in this that era. That entrance for me is the one. Yes. It's so good. That music, oh, spitting the water. So good. And yeah. that's so effective from a distance. Yes. Like, who'd have thought... You get some power on it. Just doing that would be such a thing. Yeah. But it is. Uh, what do you think of Kane's look at this period? Yeah. This, again, it's the... Era of he's creepy. It works. Yeah, although he was talking at this point. It's, wasn't yeah, he? it's going a little bit. It's starting to dwindle a yeah. bit, but he was still imposing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Still no, I agree. A bit creepy, but which again begs the question: Why would Triple H then offer this type of matchup? Yeah, I know. As the official is talking to Kane, the game blindsides him with a chain. Of course. Holly, do you remember Austin and Triple H being the tag team champions? No. <laughs> So it was the two-man power trip. So this, their union kind of came to be not too long after WrestleMania 17. Okay. Where the main event unfolded. We mm. see Stone Cold do a shock alignment with Vince McMahon. Right. And they became a two-man power trip and they had all the titles of... Ma- I mean, they didn't have... Don't, be, don't get me wrong. They did not hold Jerry Lynn's light heavyweight <laughs> title. And I'm pretty sure that Jerry Lynn would argue that, that he was still the best champion in the company. Mm. But Stone Cold, WWF champion, Triple H Intercontinental champion, both hold the tag team titles, two-man power trip. Fair play. Do you know my first um, comment on this match? Compared to the Junkyard Dogs chain, this is nothing. True. So I was like, oh, I've I've seen bigger. I've seen bigger. I've seen bigger. And we're back on the tip of the package (laughs) once more. Love that. Yeah, you've seen some big chains on on a few of these shows, haven't you now? (laughs) Triple H works on the injured arm before the two men have the chain attached to their wrists officially. Yes. I don't recall hearing the bell. I forgot this was a thing as well. When they said it was a chain match, 
I genuinely thought they're just gonna be able to hit each other with chains. I don't think that's an uneducated opinion on it because for a moment I've it's... seen chain matches. It's more like dog collar matches. I thought they were called. Yeah. But like obviously, if it's to the wrist, it's not a dog collar. Yeah. But yeah, I I was well confused, and then I was like, "What's the ref trying to do?" Oh, attached and then them I heard, together. Then I heard the wrist. So Kane was kind of attached by Triple H, and then Triple yes. H had his attached by the the yes. ref. Kane's arm is then slammed into the ring post and stairs before he hits um, He hits him with a chair to the back. Yeah. Before he hits him, I assume Triple H, I can't recall that. As Kane has his arm on the announce table, Triple H connects with a second chair shot, so it was Triple H. That I liked. Yeah. I mean, we're on the outside again. <sighs> Sigh. But this bit I didn't mind. Yeah. Back in the ring. Yay. And Triple H straps the chain to Kane's wrist and then his own. So of that's course. how we get to that point. Yeah. Again, I don't think I've heard a bell sound at any point in this match. So is know. this match even official? I don't know, actually. I didn't I, I didn't, didn't even notice it. So it might have happened and I just was... What I meant to do was go back and actually see, see if, if it did. There. And I just forgot. And I still Gosh. don't know now well, if it did. Who knows? Kane whips the game with the chain. Yeah. Uh, but Hunter goes to the outside and pulls... So Kane's arm is being ripped. So mm-hmm. Kane, basically Triple H is running back up the aisle as far as he can go pulling on the chain and Kane's draped over as if it's like extending his arm I thought I'd dislike that I didn't no I thought that was absolutely fine Triple H then goes to the top which he never does and delivers a chain wrapped double axe handle for a count of two Mm. Kane's arm is then slammed into a turnbuckle before pulling him shoulder first into the steel stairs yes fine with that as well they did well actually when they were working about going in and out of the ring to make sure they didn't like go through the middle ropes and yes. then have the chain drag over there. It was it was done quite well. So as much as I dislike chain matches in general, the way they worked it was about as good as yeah. you probably can. Yeah. Head first into the base of the stairs before they return to the ring. Yeah. Triple H grabs a chair, but from the mm. ring Kane yanks the chain and Triple H runs up the stairs, colliding with the chair and the ring post. Blade. Blade job. And I actually really liked that. I like that. I thought that it was move. very effective. Yeah. And logical and the way that triple h kind of dropped the chair as he hit it clattered yeah. it was very really well done. good very well done great blade job kane goes to the floor and smashes the game face first into the stairs mm-hmm. drink again chain yank into a clothesline on the floor as yep. the crowd are loving kane absolutely really behind him here back in the ring again and kane wraps the chain around the face of triple h choking him mm-hmm. chain wrapped fist drops triple h Kane uses the chain to hang Triple H as Steph screams. There's, I understand what they were going for, but it didn't look good because Triple no. H was like trying to jump to sit on the end of the ring post and uh, the ring apron. Yes. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't buy it. Didn't look good. I've put a comment on here just being like, "This match is like when you go to walk the dog, and you're on an extended lead, and the dog goes one direction, you go the other, and you feel like your arm's going to pop out of your socket." Yep, very much so. Uh, another whip with the chain. Ooh na 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 na. And Kane hits another big right. Kane climbs up before Triple H jerks him off, courtesy of the chain. And that, actually, logical. Yeah, I, like I agree. I'm here for it. Clothesline follows. Yeah. Back to the floor again. He takes Kane, takes Kane for a walk, I've put it. He <laughs> yeah, takes see, him you're not for a walk on the lead. You're not wrong. And the game is sent into the crowd. Mm. Triple H then pulls Kane into the barricade, using the chain. A tug of war, I've put in there. Great splat sound as Kane presses Triple H from the crowd to the mat. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. We know how we feel about a good mat splat. Mm-hmm. Shit face buster back in the ring from Triple H, <laughs> whereas Kane didn't quite know to go for it and Triple H yeah. wasn't set. It didn't look good. Chain clothesline by the game and both men are down. Yeah. Hunter looks for the pedigree, but no. Kane connects with Triple H's dick and he starts dancing like a cat on a hot tin roof. Another low below. But that's fine, right? Apparently. Do it fucking like. Yeah, yeah, in this one at least it's legal. Right hand and Kane goes up top with a diving chain clothesline. Of course. Choke slam from Kane. Okay, uh, Triple H did kindly move stagger himself into the right spot yes. to make sure that hit. I did see again. I was like, brilliant. I'm noticing all these things now. It's funny how often this stuff is stuff happens, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. So we get the choke slam from Kane. Yeah. Then we get Austin. Austin tries to interfere, but is booted and awkwardly thrown to the outside, like really awkwardly yes. thrown to the outside. He Legs tangled up, clatter, in, like you couldn't look and go, hmm, that like, might have felt good because your body's like, I'm and stuck, also looks preparing. Dumb. Like, yeah. Also looked dumb, which is never a good look for Stone Cold. Triple H with a dick kick. We're of back course. on that bandwagon. Why not? Austin has a chair and overswings Kane and connects with Triple H, which again looks borderline remedial. Yeah. Like, really stupid. Yeah. Kane then sends Stone Cold out once more, and Kane pins the games to become the new Intercontinental Champion. But, but, did he? If the bell didn't sound. I don't know. I feel like we're going to have to look at this and work out if it did actually go or not. Because maybe. Maybe maybe Triple H is still IC Champion now. Maybe. Oh, and he has to have a match with Gunther at WrestleMania. Oh, I'm here for that. Yeah, except for the fact he's had a heart attack and can't get in the well, ring again. Yeah, true, but yes. That would be, I'd freaking love that. Yeah, that'd be quite good, actually, now oh. I've said it. What do you rate this match? Holly? I put, oh my God, I haven't written why either. I've just put, hmm, how many stars? Um, and then I wrote two and a half. Two and a half stars. Really? Two and a half stars. Fuck the wrong job I hated this yeah two's generous it's better than what I would have given for the women's match just so I'd say because it went on for so long and I was just seeing the same thing over and over again yeah I, I don't and know it's so, so I'd hard. say two at most I just I don't also the chain wasn't needed because it was to me it's too long if you're going to do a chain match have it so it's shorter so it actually hinders your movement that I didn't mind because I thought they got I think to be fair I just hate a chain match so yeah. what they did with the chain in the match was fine yeah. but it was never going to be great because to me it was a chain match Yes. so I've, I'm revising that score 1.75 I've knocked it down a little bit more because okay. I can't say two and feel happy about that being my answer so okay. I'm, I'm going with that and um, Triple H there just for your information was 32 yes and Kane was 34 yeah but again it's really hard to judge Kane's age until he might take that mask off because yeah. young whippersnappers yeah absolutely so we get another promo package here. The Ooh, Rock um, and WWF The Music 5 is advertised. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Rock stuff sounds fucking awful. Doesn't it just? Fucking awful. Doesn't it just? I think at this point I went to the kitchen, which is... Because you could smell what The Rock was cooking. Three, three paces away from my lounge. And I, I don't know what I was doing, getting a drink probably. And I just was like, what is that noise? What is that? And I turned around and I was like, fuck me. That's awful. Yes. Honestly. Yeah. Jesus. I like The Rock. We know Mm. I like The Rock. I did not like this. Whatever this was, was awful. No. Awful, awful. And I've got no more comments on it after that, to be honest. That's how put out I was. Go to an interview with uh, Coachman interviewing Chris Jericho. Yes. 
Coach says, uh, we're moments away from the match and still don't know your partner, Jericho. Wow. Jericho suggests it will be the coach. Yeah. Y2J says he has a real partner who is a party animal. A party animal? Mm. Mm, I wonder where we're going with this. He is a homicidal, suicidal. <laughs> says if they're going out, they're taking Edge and Christian with them at the very least. Ooh, I wonder who it could be. So do I, mm. Holly. Let us find out. <laughs> but, well, not quite yet. But <laughs> Bloody Triple H Ay. is up next. Triple H, held up by Steph, says, All for one, but where were you? To mm. Vince. Hunter has pissed blood, but is still chewing gum. Yes. I don't like that. I really don't like that. Like, there's something very... Uh, tri- um, he's not the worst person for this, but Shawn Michaels back in the late 90s when he was in full-on dickhead mode and his loud chewing gum. Oh, I'm surprised no. he didn't get his ass kicked more, to be honest. Oh. Just seems like a massive twat. But anyone who ever stepped up to him managed to get fired, so... Oh. Yeah, one of those things. We're now technically on the co-main event of the evening. Yeah. But it, don't worry, it goes on. It goes on for it, a bit, doesn't it? I was worried about this one, because I was worried how my little brain was going to understand what the fuck was going on, but then it was fine. I had to watch this turmoil match in two sittings. Just the match. Oh. Like, in two days, not just two sittings. Oh. I couldn't do it in one. And in this tag team turmoil, the winner of the match uh, becomes the number one contenders for the tag team titles and will get a shot shortly thereafter, Mm -hmm. which I do have a story about. Ooh. Mm. Starting pairing, APA. Lovely. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I was a fan. It's still... My brain still can't understand that it's the same person. It was JBL. Yeah. Yeah, I hate JBL. I like Bradshaw. I really like Bradshaw. Yeah. Really. So good. And they're... This is stupid. They're attire so fucking simple yep but the the black bands and just underneath like the shoulder joint into into the bicep so simple so effective and makes them look ripped yeah and i was like oh yeah all right maybe i should do that just maybe every I'm day missing a trick just so have you seen my band guys <laughs> yeah. look how ripped i am so simple and they're going up against dean malenko and perry satin with terry runnels yeah, who walks out and well, just to top to expose more cleavage. Well, I said good era here for APA. This and we know it distresses me when I compliment Bradshaw. Yeah. Terry looks so odd. Her breasts have had an argument as they stand yards apart. Yeah, don't they just? Mm. Take your fucking sunglasses off. <laughs> Honestly. Perry Satin. Hey, you're an odd guy. Can you dress like Guy Fieri as a pimp caricature? <laughs> That is what I was getting from You're him. angry. I Just, can tell you're I angry. Was, yeah. I was yeah, well, talking about Terry Sitz having an argument and Perry Saturn <laughs> yeah. looking like a pimp. As soon as Saturn and Malenko hit the ring, a brawl starts. Yeah. Overhead belly-to-belly released by Saturn on Farouk. Nice. Pretty good. Bradshaw is ushered to his corner. Double back elbow to Farouk. Yep. Leg lariat by Malenko gets a two count. Yep. Saturn and Farouk both hit clotheslines. Mm-hmm. Capture suplex by Saturn, again, me likey, on Bradshaw, before yeah. he runs into a standing spinebuster by Farouk. Oh, hang on a sec, that's them done. Honestly, I was looking at this, I was like, why have I got so little notes? And now I understand why. And I was like, when was a standing spinebuster his finisher? But okay, so that's Dean Malenko and Perry Saturn done yeah. in this one. Next out, it's now the APA against the Dudley Boys. Another iconic entrance. With and- Amazing. With Spike Dudley. I said, oh, how I do love me the Dudley's entrance music. Isn't it brilliant? Immediate brawl between the four men, which is going to be the theme. Yep. 
APA hit a double shoulder block that drops Devon. Yeah. Power slam out of the corner follows. The crowd make it clear that they want tables. Oh, cool. Of course. The Dudleys don't do anything else. Yeah, when the Dudleys are out, people want wood. I will raise a point when we get there. Okay. Flying shoulder tackle by Devon drops Farouk. Yeah. Bubba Ray in and unloads with right hands in the corner before missing a stinger splash in the corner. Yes. Double shoulder block by the APA puts Bubba down for only a one. Hmm. Bradshaw looks for a clothesline from hell, but Bubba hits a delayed sidewalk slam for two, which is actually quite impressive, because yeah. Bradshaw's like six foot six, and Bubba held him there in place Exactly. For a bit. I really liked that. Yeah, I, I, was, I was a fan. Devon back in, and a double back elbow leads to a diving clothesline on Bradshaw. Yeah. Side Russian leg sweep gets two, and the crowd chant they want tables once more. Yeah, I've just got in capitals. We want tables. Yeah. Fall away slam by Bradshaw, which I've always liked that move. Yes. Used to be called when... Um, Razor Ramon did it, the SOS, which was sack of shit. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I always think it's just an impressive move. Yes, yeah, it is. Because I feel like if I did that, I'd just fall down with the person on top of me. Yeah, and also like the people that he is being done to aren't Not small. small. No, agreed. So after fall away slam by Bradshaw, it sees both men down. Yeah. Big Boot drops Devon, but Bubba Ray stops the pin. Very close, I thought. Very, Very, too close. Mm-hmm. Too close. Action breaks down. Um, and Bradshaw is dropped with a doomsday device. What up to Farouk? <laughs> Devon gets shoved by Bubba Ray. Right. Yeah, you do your thing. He shouts Devon. Devon looks confused. Always looks confused in these moments. It's like he I never find. knows what's going to come next. The crowd know what's coming. And Bubba Ray shouts, Get the tables! Which Devon obliges. Right. Can you help me understand something? How are tables fucking allowed in this? They're not. I don't understand. They'd have got them disqualified. This is honestly in my brain when I've literally written, hang on, you're allowed tables? No. But there's no DQ. What the fuck's going on? I'm so confused. So, no, that would have got them <laughs> DQ'd, but that wasn't the dumbest thing I thought. Oh, okay. So, after Devon goes and sets up the table, he sets it up outside. Why? Well, Why are yeah. we setting it up outside? Everyone's well, in the ring. We know why. Well, we do know why. It's just stupid. <laughs> So, as Devon sets the table outside for no reason, Hardcore Holly appears and Alabama slams him through it, which was actually very nice. The yeah, table it was really exploded. Lovely. Really exploded. That was good. Back in the ring and a clothesline from hell puts Bubba down for the count of three. Yeah. Dudleys are gone. Yeah. Mixed feelings? I just didn't I just didn't get it. Didn't understand it. APA are looking good. Yeah. I, oh, I'm happy with them winning. Get livid soon, but... Next team coming out. Oh, these guys can fuck off. APA versus X-Pac and Just Incredible with Albert. Funny enough, you said these guys could fuck off. Have you ever heard of the phrase X-Pac heat? So X-Pac heat is when people don't like you and they're booing you, but not for the right reasons. It's X-Pac heat. So they're not going, yeah, I love to hate you. They're just like, fuck off, go away. It's referred to as X-Pac heat. Oh, okay. So you called them dickheads. I feel like you were very much aware of what they're bringing to the table or not bringing to the table in this case. I just... What's it off about them then? Oh, the X Factor. Oh, that's annoying. Also, we know the minute they walk out and Albert's there, I just went brilliant, great. So it's actually not a tag match anymore. It's a three on two because obviously he's going to get involved. Obviously. Also, who the fuck is Justin Incredible? I had to Google him. Right, we'll cover him in a second. I assume then the ref didn't see Hardcore Holly put Devon through a table because really oh. the APA should have been disqualified. Yeah. And it should have been the Dudleys going up against them. Exactly. 
So we'll assume that he didn't see that. Fuck. Maybe. These refs need their fucking eyes tested. This ref particular was yeah, getting on this, my fucking This one week. was awful. Absolute pony. And um, so just incredible. Uh, yeah. He used to be in the WWF back in the 90s as Aldo Montoya, okay. the Portuguese man of war. And he used to have a, like a weird jock strap mask on his face. Okay. He had these little brown hair and he'd be in like Portuguese colours. All right. Uh, I think, well, yellow as well, which isn't a Portuguese yeah. colour, but it'd be red, green, and then this yellow. He was originally part of the Click, so the Click was the backstage group of Shawn Michaels, Triple H, X Park, right. Diesel, Scott Hall, all being friends oh, and kind really? of okay. yeah. And he was on the periphery of that. Yeah, he left WWF, went to ECW, oh. became the just incredible character, former ECW champion, was pretty good in ECW. He was never for me a top draw wrestler. In any regard, but he yeah. seemed relatively versatile enough to perform a few roles. What was your uh, research telling you about Justin? No, literally, just I had to Google who he was, and I was PJ like, Palaco. I'm sure I've heard that name, but I just couldn't. I had no recollection of him whatsoever. He was in the Irrelevancy Battle Royal, if I recall, at Survivor Series <laughs> 2001. See. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of says where he was positioned mm, within the company. I see. Although we'll see how it unfolds uh, on this oh. evening in the tag team turmoil. Mm-hmm. X-Park looks fucking weird without a beard. <laughs> Albert and Justin Credible look weird full stop. Yes. Um, at what point was... Right. Albert yep. and Scotty Too Hotty. This was later. Okay, thank you. That answers the question. I was just like... When 2002. Was, when was that a thing? 2002. Cool. That I loved, but yep, this, sure, yep. not so much. So we get a spinning heel kick by X Puck, which drops Farouk, but the mm. big man hits a hard backbreaker in response. Mm. Messy Looks backbreaker. Awful. Yeah, because he kind of twists him and throws him down yeah. at the same time. So he's obviously not a popular man. Bradshaw tags in, and a clothesline and a suplex follow to the former 1 2 3 kid. Mm-hmm. The laid back suplex is too near the ropes, and X Puck look Well, he hooks both feet on the ropes to break the pin. Yeah. On the floor, and Bradshaw is beating both Credible and X Puck before a pump kick by Albert floors him. You're livid. Honestly, you so are livid. I've literally put outside action. Great. Hello now. Hello <laughs> now. Outside action. It's too cold for them. Uh, actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'll uncross my legs. X Park looks awful here and is visibly talking to Bradshaw. Yeah. On the floor. Yeah. Back in the ring and Bradshaw hits a power slam on Credible and both men are down. Mm-hmm. Farouk in with an ugly ass body slam on Credible and an uglier second rope leg drop for two. Yeah. Credible plants Farouk's face into the canvas before tagging out. X-Buck then chokes Farouk in the corner. 400th power slam of the match gets oh, a two by Farouk. Of course. Bradshaw back in. He catches X-Buck for a fallaway slam and boots just incredible while still carrying X-Buck, yes, which I like. nice. Albert grabs the leg, causing X-Buck to fall on top of Bradshaw, oh. and after a decent run, the APA are eliminated by pinfall. Fucking livid. Absolutely fucking love it. So you weren't behind X Puck and Just Incredible. No. No X Factor for you. Okay. Do you know what though? Just I know they're the tag team, but it'd be more fucking believable if Albert was just in, like, actually wrestling. Swap out for one of them. Just annoys me. Yeah. Well, your move would soon improve, of course, because uh, the next tag team out is X Puck uh, and Just Incredible with Albert against yes. the Hardys. Well, it did improve a little. I just noticed at this moment that Albert's arms are a different colour to his body and head. <laughs> yes. You spot that as well? Yes. Brilliant. Okay. Also, I did a little age 
Aja googling here just because you know i wanted to hit me with it um, and i only did it on the holidays actually oh okay um matt was 27 yeah and jeff was 24 yeah and i was like <laughs> all right lovely great is that a good age for this for me is that his look is mm. i don't disagree i think this is his mm. best look to yes. be honest holly doesn't care about that as we see prime jeff hardy yes hardly boys crowd sign Oh, I saw. that's sad. Made me laugh. They're the only people so far that were allowed to get in the ring and actually do like a full-on entrance. Yes, they were. So cause, and I was like, yeah, all right. Because X Factor went to the floor, didn't yeah. they? And the brawl didn't start out. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, good Lovely. point. Well made. Thank you. Hardy's uh, whip X-Pac incredible into each other. Lovely. Do you see the flames on Matt's arms? On those, like, I don't know what they're called. Like the... Oh, but the, the wrist stretch things stretch arm yeah. things I don't know what they're called but mm. he had flames on them and I was like that's a different yeah. look for him haven't seen that before double team by Matt and Jeff on Just Incredible yeah. Matt's top off equals girls scream it was like so loud as well so I did obviously note it down I was like the screams from the women when he takes his top off I mean his body here is looking good like this yeah. is when Matt looks good Yeah. but it was just did it do anything a for you? sea of screams it was brilliant I did think would you have been screaming oh yeah for sure brilliant but I did I would have probably been screaming Jeff take yours off yeah. but I know Jeff you prude yeah. but the scream was so loud that Jeff actually looks around in the yeah. ring to see what's happening yeah. and he sees his brother uh, with his titties out I imagine he's doing an eye roll as well like, oh, right. yeah that's my thing mate come <laughs> on uh, low bridge by X Park sees Jeff go to the floor that also the way he flips out the ring impressive yeah and it just makes it look more believable. Yeah, it? that's fair. Jeff is then sent dick first into the ring post. The second and not final one of the night. Right. Yeah. Holly's got the ice pack at the ready. Is that where oh we're going with God, this? What have you put? Never thought I'd be jealous of a ring post. Of what is wrong with me? Wait until you get to it. There's a comment I've got in this. Two oh. lines time, which oh. I think you'll appreciate. Okay. Because I thought about putting the ice pack comment here, but I thought, no, oh, no. there'll be something else. <laughs> There's another one. Yeah, 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 there is. There's yeah, yeah, another one coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> ref has to idiot... Sorry. Ref has to idiotically... What the fuck? Ref has to idiotically pretend he doesn't see Albert press Jeff back into the oh. ring. He looks at him and goes, oh, shit. Yeah. Looks away and then looks back afterwards yeah. and pretends he didn't see it. <clears throat> here we go. Hey. Bronco Buster by X-Pack on Jeff and Holly wishes she could trade pa- places with X-Pack. That's exactly what I put. Of course you did. <laughs> oh my god. I need to see someone. This is ridiculous. Well, oh you can see a lot of things with uh, from that position. <laughs> Jeff avoids being double teamed by hitting both men with drop kicks. Mm. Matt gets tagged in. Hardy drops X Pack Incredible before connecting with a second rope leg drop to X Pack. Yep. Credible is sent tumbling to the floor. Poetry in motion lands cleanly on X Pack. Love that. Very nice. Jeff goes to the apron and shouts, Swan time! Yes. <laughs> before climbing up and hitting it. And it's a lovely swan time. It is. It's just, it's overshot a little bit. Yeah. But it's lovely and it's fucking pointless. Matt makes the obvious cover, mm. allowing Albert to pull him out. Yeah. Ref. You know. Ref. DQ yeah, ref. Honestly. Bitch. Jeff goes flying over the top. And lands on the big man. How do you feel about that? Because Jeff doesn't often do that particular no. high flying. But he didn't no. go through the rope, so I'm more, I'm, Albert took it well. Yeah, exactly. I'm safe right with it. Uh, then Matt returns to the ring. I put mm. no DQ. Okay, no, apparently not. 
Twist of Fate is thwarted by a super kick from Just Incredible, and X Puck gets the three count, and the Hardys are gone. And I put another shit ending. I'm fucking livid. We know your feelings about the Hardys. You're never <laughs> going to be happy unless no, they win. Then that is true. But X Puck and Just Incredible put in a bit of a run together here. They've mm. taken out the APA and the Hardys. No, they haven't. They've Albert taken has. out. They've taken out the APA and the Hardys. <laughs> the record books show, Holly, that they have taken out the APA and the Hardys. If Albert weren't there, wouldn't have fucking happened. Doesn't matter. I probably would have. They probably would have because you know this scripted. Um, um, no shit. I know. I know. I know. Wait until we get into the main event. X Pack and Just Incredible. Yes. With Albert versus Chris Jericho and his surprise partner, who is the party animal himself, Ooh. Chris Benoit. Ay. The Chris's not the best nickname that they keep coming up with on no. commentary. Also, Jericho's entrance, brilliant. Weird with the brilliant. beard though; it didn't quite yeah, look I, right. I know what you mean. It's just for me as well. This era just fucking show me a reel of all of their entrances, and I'd sit and watch it for two hours. Brilliant. Yeah. We see a wild hip toss by Y2J on X Pack, and a bulldog follows. A lot goes on at this point. Oh, yeah, it's madness. Very confused. It never really kind of settles into much of a match, no. this one. It does for a short period, but not mm-hmm. not long. Jericho goes over the top, but is caught by Albert. Of course. The bald nuisance drives Jericho's back into the ring post. Mm. X-Puck is, meanwhile, choking Benoit, one of his favourite moves, apparently. <laughs> Albert presses Y2J into guillotining the barricade, which I actually thought was quite mm-hmm. good. And I think fucks Jericho's mouth up a little bit. Yes, it does, yeah. Benoit is hit with a nice corner-seated bomb by Credible, so he's holding onto the ropes, and Credible pulls the legs, yeah. gets some momentum on it, and sits down for the powerbomb. Mm-hmm. I like that. I've put a note here that I have complained. I understand why it, do- why it happens. Obviously, when I write the notes, I don't know. I can't tell the future. I don't know what's going to happen. But in my head, I've just written, was the roster that small that Benoit had to be a ringer and really appear again? I know why it happens, but at this point, I was like... They've not got fucking anyone else to go play here. And it also makes sense why mm-hmm. the Hardys didn't win. Yes. Because the Hardys against this, then no one comes out exactly. looking good. So yep. it makes makes perfect sense booking-wise. We see Jericho has a busted lip as Ben Morris continually yeah. worn down by X-Factor. A flipping clothesline by X-Pac, who takes a moment to taunt. Yeah, of course. Bronco Buster misses. Yes. Y2J gets the tag in. Second rope dropkick gets two. Credible accidentally hits X-Pac because that's another thing that is happening all the time. Yeah, apparently. The faces rarely hit each other, I notice. Yes. Now we see the most obvious ref bump ever. Oh. Why, and I'm happy. I hope it hurt. <laughs> Y2J overshoots his target and forearms Mike Kyoda. Yes. And who goes rolling out of the ring. Why not, eh? Albert starts assaulting Benoit on the outside. Mm. Stereo super kicks on Y2J, but no ref to make the count. Yep. New ref arrives, but only in time for a two count. X-Puck is then crotched on the top rope by Benoit. Y2J slingshots Credible into him. Quite like that. Yeah. Double suplex on Albert before Credible gets the same on top of him. Yeah. Again, like that. Clothesline takes Baldo to the floor. <laughs> Walls of Jericho on X-Puck. Crossface on Credible and both tap out. Never been so happy for that to happen, I'll be honest. You really didn't like X Factor, no, did you? No, I really didn't. And I didn't expect to feel angry about it, and I really yeah. was. No, I think that's fair enough. I really think they're shit Now it's the final entrance pairing going into the uh, tag team turmoil match. I asked a question, though, in this. Go for it. And I said, are there any more matches apart from this show with Benoit and Jericho as a tag team? 
Because I think yes. I quite like that. Or but in my head it has in my Ooh. head it has the potential to be great. Because they had a they were feuding for mm. a while. Um they had a few I think they actually had a match a really good ladder match at the two thousand and one Royal Rumble okay. for the Intercontinental title. Might have even been Intercontinental European, but either way. Oh, okay. Um but they had a very famous tag team match on Raw shortly after this, which forms part of my story Ooh. that I'm gonna tell okay. you at the end of this match. The last pairing are out, hey. Edge and Christian. Lovely. Chris Jericho and Benoit <laughs> against Edge and Christian. Okay, you've laughed. What creepy comment have you put? It's not creepy, but I've clearly liked the commentary. Here comes a right pair of jackasses. Yes, <laughs> JR that. did say that. Very funny. <laughs> All four men brawl and the bell sounds. Y2J suplexes Edge. Nice. Christian drops her holds Benoit into stairs. ENC double team Jericho dumping him midsection over the top. Oh, sorry, midsection first over the top rope. Yeah, Edge just kind of pulls away at Jericho's face, and I'm thinking because he's got the busted lip, it actually looks quite yeah. quite brutal. There's a lot of lovely blonde hair in this match. There is, and Benoit. <laughs> Christian tags in and stomps away on Y2J. Mm-hmm. Fans getting behind Jericho very much now. Standing drop kick by Edge, chin lock by Edge, Jericho. <laughs> Fires out, but a knee to the gut flips him over and stops the momentum. I like how vocal Benoit is, I'll be honest, at this. When Fire he's like, up, Chris! Yeah, Fire I, up. And I really like that, because I also think, if I was if I was in a match, if I was in a tag match, I'd want my person to be like... My person. My person. Oh. My tag partner yeah. to be cheery, like, yeah. you know. Supporting so I feel you. like it's realistic. Yeah, rather it's than team sport. someone telling me what to do, it would be, yeah. Yeah, fine with that. Christian comes back in. Reverse backbreaker on Y2J and Christian antagonises Benoit, causing him to jump into the ring. Edge misses on a dropkick attempt and Jericho's lion salt attempt also misses because mm-hmm. it lands on the knees of Edge. Mm-hmm. It's got to suck. Yeah, there's no I way can't that work, doesn't... Because you see that too late to kind of... Oh, anyway. Yeah. ENC's version of poetry in motion misses, yeah. allowing Y2J to bulldog Edge. Benoit finally gets the tag. Yep. Suplex for Christian and a gorgeous German after Christian accidentally mm-hmm. knocks Edge off the apron. Again, the heels. Yeah, of course. Reverse chin drop by Edge on Benoit and the uh, the auction has broken auction. down. Benoit is placed on the top turnbuckle. Y2J throws Edge outside and drop kick doomsday device follows. Nice. Although Benoit nearly does land on Jericho after he hits uh, that drop kick. Yes. Jericho goes shoulder first into the ring post on a missed charge. Mm. Benoit hit with a DDT by Edge. Yeah. ENC retrieved chairs. Because oh, why not? Yeah, because it would be you a disqualification. You, do what you fucking like. Um, they, but, ah, but they get the chairs with a pair of baseball drop kicks. Knock them down, I like that. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah. Benoit and Jericho swing chairs at Christian, who ducks as Edge spears Y2J. Like yeah, that as well. Nice. Schoolboy pin on Benoit gets a two. ENC look to concerto Benoit, but Jericho pulls the legs out from under Edge, which causes him to land face first on the chair. Yeah. And uh, Benoit slaps on the cross face on Christian, who has no choice but to tap out. Absolutely. Good. And the winners of the tag team turmoil are Chris Jericho and Chris Benoit. Nice. What did you think of the match, Holly, and what would you score it? This was really hard because I scored everyone individually. I, yeah, I thought and that I was the case. I didn't know what to do. I thought that was the case, but it's actually just the match as an overall. Okay, I can I can do a average. Okay, okay. I can't do an average. Let's be clear. Um, I liked the the last match of it. Yeah. And I liked the one before. Yeah. 
And I like seeing the hardies. Yep. I just, I, I get it and I get why it's done, but I also just think it's stupid. It's too much for my brain to understand. Okay. It's just pointless. Um, oh, what am I going to rate it? Because every match was so different. So I did. Let me let me tell you what I did individually. Please do. Please do. Um, so the APA with against my love autocorrect on my phone, but sometimes it really fucks with my head. Um, I've got Saturday and Marengo that's autocorrected yeah, yeah. too. Saturday and Marengo. That <laughs> is it now. Um, that I gave um, two. Um, APA and the Dudleys I gave two and a half. X Factor and APA got one. <laughs> um, X Factor and the Hardys got 2.75 and I've put in brackets purely because of the Hardys, the lovely Swanton and Matt took his top off. And you're imagining Jeff munching down on a... <laughs> All day buffet, yeah. a bit of a ham sandwich, yeah. Um, and then X Factor and Benoit and Jericho, the Chris's, I put as 2.25. Jericho, Benoit, Edge and Christian, three and a half. <sighs> three. That's three a and a half. Really? Fuck me. Yeah. Wow. Maybe later. <laughs> uh, three and a half stars, I think, is generous. Yeah. There were too many moments where I was just like, uh so I would go 2.75 would be my score mm-hmm. if I was rating this. Yeah. But again, I think my mood had been soured from earlier yeah. in the show, so I felt like that carried over. Oh, angry man. From there, we then go and see um, a little advertisement of Mick Foley's book. Oh, God. Honestly, there's a bit in this that was like, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Mick mentions a relationship between his genitals and China's hand. I think that was a joke, and it's basically oh, okay. like he, she hit him in the dick. Oh, I see. When, uh, okay. She was with um, Triple H, aligned with Triple H. Fine, okay. But I've actually just realised I've missed uh, that story that I was going to tell you. Oh about. yeah, okay. Story so, time. Yeah, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho won this match. Yes, they got their tag team title match on Raw. In that match, it was going pretty well. Yeah. Until Triple H tore his quad. Oh, it's that much. And the footage, yeah. Is, so I think it was... I can't remember if it was he went to do a pedigree on the outside, but there's a moment where he also runs in the ring and you see his leg give way as he clobbers yeah. Jericho from behind. Because I think Jericho's got the walls on Stone Cold. And yeah, Triple H clobbers in from behind, but his leg's gone. And he continued the match. He did, didn't he? But and you see like him carried hobbling. up the stage. Yes. And this saw him out of action till January of the following year. Oh, wow. So bear in mind, this is May. Wow. So this was the first really big injury he had that saw him out for a while. Then he came back as a face and challenged Chris Jericho that year at Mania because they kind of linked that storyline It'd be interesting to watch that episode of Raw. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I I could just watch it in my free time, to be fair. Well, to be fair, we could pick it as the next thing that we review. Yeah, that'd be quite interesting, actually. But that was um, how it happened. I'm pretty sure it was the night after this show. Jeez. Yep. So that was the story for you. Thank you. We now see a Stone Cold and Undertaker package. Yeah. This shows Stone Cold's psychosis. His name is Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's the WWF champion and he cannot be stopped. Mm. And if I hear that once, I hear that 40,000 times. I put, take a drink every time someone says, my name is. Because for some reason that's a thing. Stone Cold brings Undertaker's wife, Sarah, into the story. Mm. So this eventually, I think, devolved into the stalker angle that okay. uh, culminated down the line a few pay-per-views away from now uh, with Undertaker but basically Stone Cold uh, pranked 
Undertaker into thinking that his wife had been in a serious car accident. Mm -hmm. And Undertaker was like, no, you do not bring my wife into this. In terms of the stalking side of things, it was teased that it could be several people. And we see an individual who's then been very creepy, following Sarah around, Mm. getting far too close for comfort. It's later revealed that that is DDP. Mm. So DDP is the stalker of Sarah. The issue with the story itself, other than the fact it's stalking, which is just a bit uncomfortable in general, and I'll come on to your thoughts on that in a sec, was the fact that Undertaker just completely killed DDP. Took all the momentum out of him. There's no... As soon as it found out, oh, it's DDP, they had a match, Undertaker kills him, the end. It's not like a proper rivalry that generates off the back of that. As far as the storyline goes, it was a little bit unsettling. I mean, I can't speak from the standpoint of a woman. Uh And I guess to be fair, you were very young at the time, so I guess you didn't really have a concept of it. No. But what awareness did you have of this story? None at all? Fucking none. Really? None. I don't... My memory is so bad. I don't remember that even being a thing. Well, it was done so quickly and so irrelevantly. I don't mind them pulling on things from outside of wrestling not in all instances but no. in some cases to enhance a story yeah but when they do something that's could be deemed to be a little bit controversial from the yeah. stalking side of things it's a very real problem yeah, in the world probably more prevalent now in terms of obviously with social media and media being the way it is well, we've even seen some wrestlers try almost be Abducted by their stalkers, haven't so they? Sonia Deville, yeah. you're referring to there. Yeah. So yeah, you know more about this story than me. What was um, the, the again, gist of it? My memory is so piss poor. <laughs> but if, I'm pretty sure didn't the person actually like try get their hands on her? Yeah, I think so. And then obviously she had to go to court and get all that sorted. But you just think it's petrifying. Yeah, of course it is. Petrifying. Yeah, it's got to be got to be quite worrying to me. I mean, regardless of the fact that you know you're in wrestling well to be fair sarah isn't so yeah but if you're a, like sonia deville is a tough woman she'd like yeah. to do mma and stuff up, like that. exactly which i thought was actually very good so i'm yes, sad she stopped doing that but it's got to be a little bit concerning to think that you know that yeah. is a very realistic exactly. possibility and it shouldn't be the case but no. i think my issue more with the storyline comes from the fact that it didn't it wasn't used well. Right, okay. What came as a result of it. If you want to use it, okay, if all parties are happy with it. Yeah. But you've got to have some meat on the bone, not just like a throwaway, oh, okay, it's done. Yes. Idea. That like, was my... We just have a match and it's finished. Yeah, because then you don't need that bit leading up to it. Just true, have a match. True. Just have DDP stalk Undertaker and then have that. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, it just seemed like a waste, if you ask me. Okay. And that's kind of touched upon in this package. <laughs> This package again, Sorry, isn't it? it really is. It. Doesn't matter the size of the package, it's just no. the word package. Yeah. Stone Cold says, I'll be wearing the Undertaker's ass on my feet. Yeah. I was debating doing the impression and changing oh. my mind. I don't think I can do a Stone Cold sentence properly yet. Undertaker says, You better give your soul to the Lord because you because your ass is mine. Is it prison rules? Yeah, it's very odd. Yeah. So he's gonna be wearing his ass on his feet. <laughs> And he owns his ass. It's a lot of ass, yeah, a lot ass of work. Play, yeah. yeah, a lot of ass play. <laughs> Brilliant. Vince McMahon joins commentary, and the look on Jr. and Heyman's faces is genuinely priceless. Yeah, I did think that was very funny. Also, in the little clips before, when it shows, I see. I don't remember any of this, obviously, but when it shows Stone Cold in the back of that ambulance, yes, and then Undertaker is like the driver. I cackled. I thought that was hilarious. And he's strapped down and Undertaker's yeah, just offloading on him. brilliant. Very funny. Very funny. Speaking of which, it is now time for the main event of the evening. 
yes, I paused before then. And I was like, oh, there's only 30 minutes left. Interesting. And Only. But by that point, my man hadn't even come out yet, and he takes about five minutes to walk yep. down, so hey-ho. Just let's remember she said only. Oh, but we get one of the best entrances that you hate. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin defending his WWF title against The Undertaker in a no-holds-barred match. Yes. American Deadass walks out oh. to keep rolling and it looks wrong. Come out on your bike oh, or bi- don't I, come out to the music. I literally was like, where's the bike? I loved the music, as we know. And that is why I love the entrance, because of the music. But where's the bike? Yeah, it looks Can't wrong. leave it at home. Because it took so long. I was like, oh, he must be exactly. positioning to come out. And then he didn't. I was like, oh, you, you just come out looking like a bitch. Yeah. Okay. As Stone Cold walks out, Taker meets him in the aisle for a good old Donnybrook. Of course. Oh. This, sorry, I'm going to interrupt okay. you here and we're going to segue off. So make sure you know where you are in your notes. My thumb is on it. Have you heard the rumours circulating for WrestleMania that's no. in Philly? No. Of uh, a potential match, maybe. Okay. Or segment with Austin and uh, Rocky Balboa himself. Sylvester Stallone? Yep. Because it's in Philly. Okay. And Stallone has been on the circuit recently and talking about how um, doing your own stunts is very dangerous. No shit. Mm. Um, Because one of the bumps he took from one of his movies that has caused him to have several surgeries is one he took from Stone Cold Steve Austin. What was this in the Condemned? In the Expendables. Oh, the Expendables. Okay. And he's been talking about that quite a lot. Right. And I just, I wonder... And that's the rumour, is I that... I wonder if there's going to be a rumble in Philly. Is that you speculating? I just think But that's going to be weird. I think it's going to happen. Okay, but if Stallone... What would you rather? Who's those the two have a little head-to-head or another funny, like, Snoop Dogg come out again? I wouldn't mind seeing Shane McMahon blow out both his knees again. <laughs> Um, but the only thing I don't understand about that is that how would that work? Because Rocky's not going to get booed and Stone Cold's not going to get booed. I know. So it's going to be a bit of a mess. But so they'll need someone to come out to get to take the abuse. So ah, oh, the Miz. There you go. Yeah, that was what will happen. The Miz yeah. will come out, get a punch from Stallone, and then a stunner from Stone Cold. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm just putting it out there now. I think it's going to happen. Okay. Well, we'll see how our bets go when Yay. it comes to Mania. I put here. I like Austin's golden knee braces. It's like snake skin looking material well let me scroll down my notes here my gosh it's like you knew i'd be googling um my god i've got so many notes um that when he was a heel Mm -hmm. instead of having the black braces he started to incorporate some color okay and he would often have gold red um but it was just something that he he did as he was a i like it uh heel and then once he came off of I mean he was never really a he was an anti-hero I suppose wasn't he yeah. like so when he then went back to being who he normally is they went black again I liked it because it offset the monotony of seeing black all the time yeah. so I quite like the the appeal yeah. that that brought that was me personally yeah, yeah. Stone Cold uh, is thrown into the barricade before being thrown into the stairs twice in fact he didn't even get to take it to take his waistcoat off no, he didn't. at the start did he no not at all I mean the, uh, I'll right. <laughs> Austin choked with a camera cable before meeting the stairs one more time. Taker uses the announce table to hit old school, and although different, I still get annoyed. 
Yeah, you're not a fan. I don't like old school in general, but the fact he did it on where he did it, I was like, okay. Yeah. I allowed it a bit more. Did you really struggle to get through this match? I wanted to see the world burn while oh. I was watching this match. I, spoiler alert, I'll tell you now, I fucking hated this match. I thought you might. Because, and I think it was a knock-on effect from the show itself. Apart from Angle and Benoit, yeah. I felt like we didn't see any wrestling. Yeah. It was punches, kicks, dick punch. theatrics. Head off the steps, mm-hmm. out the ring, thrown into a wall. And I just felt like I was seeing the same thing over mm-hmm. and over. Even that's why in the Benoit and um, Angle match I got annoyed because they still went outside and yeah, did that kind of true, stuff as well. Actually. I just I found the whole thing to be a farce, to be fair. Yeah. Back up the ramp, but I will be professional and carry on my job. Back up the ramp, and Austin begins to fire back until Taker derails him with an extinguisher. Wonder if it's the same one Test used. Also, clocks him straight in the face. No blood. Oh yeah. Finally, in the ring, but I don't believe I've heard a bell. I don't think you. No. Again, I don't recall it. I'll no. be honest. Swinging net breaker by Austin. Taker dodges a wicked chair shot in the corner and follows with a leaping clothesline. Again, I hate Undertaker's leaping clothesline. You, yeah. you look silly. You're a big man. You should stand ground and hit them, not jump and hit them, because that lessens the blow. Stunner is avoided by Taker, and he hits a big boot for two. Yeah. Back to the floor once more, and again, I've, I've given up on this match already. Oh, no. Austin goes face first into the ring post, but gets the advantage working over dead ass's legs. Take, I thought the chemistry between the two was awful as well. I yeah, didn't think it worked. It, it felt stilted. It really was off kilter. Really felt stilted. Felt, Nothing. It felt like, to me, it felt like one of them just didn't want to be there. Yeah, Austin. Yeah. I felt like Austin was not putting on a good performance. Taker's turn to taste the stairs and he chop, uh, and then he gets chop blocked. Dick kick back in the ring. <laughs> yeah. Austin continues to work over the knee with a series of mat collisions for the joint. Mm-hmm. Lengthy knee lock by Austin before two more dick kicks. Back to the knee lock. Austin sucks chant. I'm thinking I want to hear wrestling sucks chant because oh, I'm so disillusioned with this so one. So angry. I really was. Taker kicks out of a hold um, of the hold and hits a corner clothesline. Mm-hmm. Outside they go once more. Whoopty fucking do. Dead ass clears the announce table as Heyman points out where the Spanish announcers are, which was my moment of happiness yeah. in this match. Yeah. I like that. Really weak choke slam sends Austin through the table. I cannot stress how bad this choke slam is as well. Like he obviously Austin jumps, Taker just about holds him for a second, then kind of like mm-hmm. gently places him through the table. Considering we saw a really good one earlier, really good one. It's it's a shame. It's a wet lettuce, uh, and also this cuts uh, Austin's back somehow. Yes. So I assume there's a pencil that went in there. <laughs> back in the ring, but it only results in a two. Body slam by Taker and a follow-up elbow gets a two. Back outside and Austin cracks Taker with a monitor. That was actually okay. Yeah, yeah. And then swears at the Anything you want to say? Blade. There you go. Austin flips off the crowd and takes the top buckle off. Yeah. Taker is bleeding profusely. Asshole. Asshole. Yeah. Stone Cold with big rights. In the ring. This actually I quite liked. In the ring and Austin is jabbing away at the wound. Mm-hmm. But Taker fires back until Stone Cold lands a Thess press. Oh, okay. Austin challenges the ref after a number of pinfalls, but uses it to low blow Taker. Oh, okay. Another two count. Mm-hmm. Austin chokes Taker over the middle rope. Fuck's sake. Sleeper hold. <laughs> Thankfully, Deadass back suplexes mm-hmm. out. 
Huge chair shots. Mm. Taker flips off Austin. Stunner connects but only gets two. Yeah. Austin with a ton of chair shots at this point. Taker with a low blow. Choke slam. And a return flurry of chair strikes. Yeah, Triple H appears. Finally, we see the last ride. And then I was like, oh, here we fucking go. Triple H appears, chair shot for him, and another for Austin. Mm-hmm. McMahon breaks the pin now. Yeah, of course he does. Taker unloads, and Austin accidentally chair shots McMahon. Fine yeah, with that. all right. Sledgehammer. Yeah. Finally, fucking finally, that is the three count. Austin crawls over, mm. pins Taker, mm-hmm. one, two, three, defends the title. Mm-hmm. What happens after that? Uh, well, there's one bit that really <laughs> fucking annoyed me, is where Undertaker is pointing at his neck saying, "As was Sarah." Mm-hmm. What? What are you alluding to? Kane comes out. Oh yeah, yeah, he does. He comes down too late. I queried. I've queried. I'm querying it now. Yep. Do you think it was all meant to finish that way? Like, I feel like the result would have been the same, but. In my head, I watched the end and I thought, was Kane meant to come out earlier? Because it all just looked a bit like chaos and mess. And then I was like, oh, was he meant to come out then? But then they've heard the shout in their ear of, we're done for time, like this is over. Or was it just shit? Honest answer, I couldn't give a fucking shit. Yeah. In actual answer of your question, I think it happened as it was supposed to. I think because if Kane came out earlier, then he's got a defend Undertaker and Undertaker can't really then lose yeah, so I feel true. like Kane in theory was getting his arm yeah. attended to when he realised something was going on he yeah. got there too late so I think that was probably okay. fully intended Yeah. what did you think of this match and what would you score it uh, more in and out of the o- than the Okikoki I tell you yeah. um, what would I score it well, it's one I, the one match I haven't written a score for I think I was so happy it was finished I'll be honest um, I would give it oh, two. Oh, let's be generous. Two point five. Three point two five is what we scored here. Really? And I strongly disagree with that. For me, it's one star That's at best. Really high. One star at best. This for me because it wasn't a match. No. It was, and you know, you, I say I don't like uh, the American badass. I don't. I like Stone Cold. Yeah. Undertaker can have good matches. Yeah. This was abhorrent. It was awful. So One of the odd. worst match. This is the most frustrated I've been watching a match, oh, and I've really? seen WrestleMania too. And don't get me wrong, <laughs> it's nowhere near as bad as the boxing match nonsense. No. But I can't think of a match that I've disliked more than this one. Oh, really? Personally, it was that bad. I thought. God. And I think it was overall the show itself. Whilst there was a few good moments, every match it felt like the same. It was disappointing, wasn't it? Like, they all went to the outside. And I know it's the Attitude Era. Yes. But we've seen shows around this time where that isn't the case, where yeah. we've enjoyed stuff. And we've seen some really good matches. We have. This, for me, the one bright spark, like I said, was Benoit and Angle. And yeah. even that was hampered by the yes. same nonsense that all the other matches were affected yeah. by. True. So, I guess the ultimate thing is, what what would you grade this show? So, we've Ooh. graded the matches individually. Out of ten, what does this get? Out of ten... Five. Three. Yeah. And the three for me is because of the... Yeah. Uh, if the Kurt Angle and thingy match wasn't on here, it's a two. Lower. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just... I'm, sorry, uh, you know, thanks for the suggestion for the oh, show. Yeah, of course. But we've got to give our honest feedback. Yeah. And I don't think um, it says a sign that, uh, oh, you've picked a bad show. Because no. like I said, it's a show up that's no. up for I've review. I've picked 
shocking shows. yeah battleground was probably that was hard to get through oh actually is battleground worse than this i would have put battleground worse because it's longer this oh, was a nice then. length but i think i enjoyed me. a couple more matches on battleground than i did here so i'm sticking with my guns yeah, fine, fine. i'm going i'm firing from the hip in the moment Ooh. on this uh, but yeah i'd give this show a three i was quite disappointed and the match that i was looking forward to the most yeah i didn't enjoy that's upsetting what's worrying as well i'm very aware of the next show that we're covering as well i was just about to say you've already pre-warned me that the next one is a shocker so so after this show we're obviously back on the march through the manias journey we're going to be stopping off at wrestlemania 4 which i have already pre-warned holly is not a good show Mm. um, but it will then be out of the way and Mm -hmm. we will be fine yes so before we uh fire things off and end the show as we normally do do you want yep. to share these socials with all the lovely listeners I'd out there love to um win twice pod at gmail.com is our email address which you monitor and look after i do so it, again if you want to suggest shows yes, that we watch please. on there please do give us content because it's quite nice not having to make the decisions ourselves we yeah, will obviously nice. we have to but it's nice and obviously when people are suggesting shows as uh, yep. our friend has done in this occasion um, put what you th- you thought about the show as well because it's interesting to read your, your feedback and thoughts yeah, on it absolutely um, Instagram TikTok YouTube are all win twice pod I'm still too scared to look at comments that get left on TikTok and YouTube Makes to be me fair nervous. they're not bad I've, we've seen a couple of odd, <laughs> odd ones but for the most part it seems to be like the community that's you know being created there Nice. is sound which is great and yeah the momentum on the youtube side seems to be going forward i know jamie's been working hard on that and he's got a few nice. ideas lined up Ooh. so we'll see how that develops but thank you very much everyone for listening hopefully you've enjoyed um the episode yeah. certainly the show more than i did well we, we segued quite a lot so there's That's more fine. in there than actual the show i enjoyed that stuff to be fair that yeah. kind of brightened brightened my day Aww. but yeah thank you everyone for listening and hopefully you'll tune in for the next one Bye. bye